Guys, I don't know how to tell you this. Will started the clock and the recording at the same time. So we know exactly how long this is going to be. <laughs> he finally, after a year and a half, realized that he would not be able to work for NASA if you don't <laughs> coordinate things. That's right. Dropping bombs like flex. Um, that was Will who dropped that. Um, Bianca? Yes. Uh, hi. Hi. Um, let's do, and I have an update on last week. What? Episode. What? It's not much of an update. I talked to Keenan Thompson, Keenan Thompson, yes. who is a, a Tuesday listener. Oh my God. Keenan is he's a, a listener. Kenan, he's a Tuesday listener. He's not just a listener. He's a Tuesday listener. A Tuesday listener. The is highest level the highest of listener that we have. <laughs> Top tier. Yeah. Healer. Uh, and he... They shot Paco Delicious. They filmed it. That's even. They filmed worse. Paco Delicious. Here's what's great about it: two racists. They had to reshoot it as a Frenchman. PRS Cargo. So it, you know, why it was my idea because it was two racists. <laughs> it was too you know, it was from yeah, it was two racists for the '90s, which is really saying something. But it's for kids, so it was. So they had to tamp it down. I can't believe they just jacked your shit. Yeah, he Keen also Keenan did not know, and I couldn't remember if I told him or not. You know what? Fuck it. Let's call this. Oh my up. god! Let's call. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck I this love Keenan. Um, I kind of just told his whole story, but I'm gonna it's hit fine. record, etc., etc. I'm gonna do it. Gonna do it all right. And let's well. just pretend we didn't hear it. We're gonna. We want it from the horses, the Keenan's okay. mouth. We gotta use Looks it. like he's not going to pick up. <laughs> wait, wait, my. Thought it was a Tuesday listener. Turns Damn, Keenan. Damn, Let me just Kenan. say, if he doesn't pick up, I never liked him. <laughs> Down with Keenan. Since 90, 95. Damn, Neil. This too I love how fun. Neil just, our podcast has turned into Neil ambushing just... <laughs> his famous friends. <laughs> Be like, remember hey, that time no, you no, shit no. your pants? Yeah. Tell the audience. Uh, tell. Um, yeah, uh, like Kaluuya scared the shit out of me. By the way, whoa, Here, whoa, Kena, this is coming back. Holy okay. shit! You guys, Hold on, you guys, you guys. I'm not ready. All right, look, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to get you on. I'm trying to blow you up on this podcast. Oh snap! I'm blowing up <laughs> on the pod right now. I mean, I I re- described you as a Tuesday listener. Um, I'm a Tuesday listener. You goddamn right. Um, damn right. I love your ceiling. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, um, Are we recording right now? Yeah, we're recording. Um, Can I say hi to Kenan? All right, hold on. Bianca wants to say hi because she didn't know. Vicky, Vicky. <gasps> Kenan, stop it. Where are you? Are you underground? Oh, yeah, we're on set right now. Oh, okay. Excuse me. Listen, you are a top tier listener, gold standard of listeners. We appreciate you. <laughs> we're we're here for a hot scoop, Neil. I wanted to I wanted you to tell hot the scoop. the Pierre Escargot journey. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Play the scoop music. Scoop. Scoop this, scoop this, scoop this, scoop. Yeah, play a scoop. Do I, we'll play the scoop music. It's it's kind of a trouble in the VIP in a weird way. <laughs> it's a what are these white people doing? It's a lot of shit. That's hilarious. It's not what are these white people doing. Not a what is like. So tell me the story. Uh, no, you tell me. So what? So you didn't know about that I came up with Pierre? No. Yeah, I was listening to the pod. I mean, I saw the <laughs> clip on Instagram, and then I couldn't believe that you hadn't told me that story. But yeah, we're going again. But anyway, uh, but it was. I'm like, how could you never have told me that you number one Paco Delicious was your idea, <laughs> and then you were like semi okay with. <laughs> Damn, just take what am I going to do? What am I? I'm like 19. Cargo. Yeah. That is wild. I was. Ex- that's like one of my most beloved joints. Well. Like, what are you talking about? Well, Kenan, it's it's one of, we we did that. That was us together. You didn't know. That was my, that I was carrying you the entire time. There was one set <laughs> the of footprints. Whole the whole time. All my best stuff comes from Neil. You heard it here. Um, all right. All right. Go. God bless. Peace, man. Y'all keep doing your thing. I love yeah. y'all. Bye. All right, Peace. Okay. Keenan is the funny cool. thing is we got a text from Seth in the middle of that that maybe oh. I'm recording. Oh. Um, so let's stop we down. We have to hold on intermission. Okay. We just paused the. So Keenan just said that he confirmed Pocket Delicious. Um, he's a Tuesday listener, and I just paused the podcast because. Uh, Eddie Murphy, now it'll be last night, but Eddie Murphy was on Seth Meyers last night. I told Seth, 15 years ago, Charlie Murphy told me that the that John Witherspoon and Paul Mooney were once going to beat up Eddie Murphy. And Charlie looked at him like, uh, uh, like what the fuck are you talking about? And Eddie said, yeah, Charlie, they weren't always old. <laughs> It's just okay. really funny. So I've known that story for 15 years. Last year, I saw Eddie and I made him tell me the story. He told the story. It's fucking hilarious. He was doing Seth tonight. Seth said, what should I ask him? And I said, ask him about that. I don't, and Seth's like, does he tell the story? I was like, I don't know. Just say that you'll cut it out. if." Right. And Eddie told the story. So I, Seth just sent us the footage before it's bleeped. And so you're not going to hear Eddie Murphy say the N-word as Paul Mooney. Which is <laughs> which, the funniest <laughs> part of the story. Uh, which I'm sorry to say is very funny. It's the funniest and, part. Uh, but he does a John Witherspoon and Paul Mooney impression. And one of the greatest joys of my life is making the Darkness Brothers, Charlie and Eddie, right. tell Darkness. stories. About their lives, because they're both, they're, Charlie was insane, Eddie still remains insane, <laughs> and their lives are fucking insane. And the way they tell stories is so fucking that, funny. That clip, like, on Seth, and if you didn't watch it, I guess it would be last night. It'll be on YouTube by Just, the time this airs. It's the funniest, that's one of the funniest. I have heard so many stories working at the comedy store. Yes. So many stories from insane, crazy. Yes. Could ruin people's career. Like yes. everything hilarious. That is one of the greatest stories I've heard. Yes. That is it's so, so fucking it's funny because so... what Eddie does is so wrong. Right. The it, reason they want to fight him is, is correct. correct. And then Mooney, 
threatening to shoot him. He was, Mooney was going to shoot John Landis and Eddie Murphy before 48 hours. That's, is the that's what the uh, it's just so funny they, the Mooney was gonna shoot <laughs> in the parking lot of the comedy store so in 1982 or 81. Paul Mooney was gonna murder Eddie Murphy and John Landis before they did Coming to America, Trading Places, or 48 Hours. Uh, yeah, if the comedy store doesn't play that clip, it's just so good. I know the sad that's thing a, is what. It's not in the documentary. Ugh, was, it just should. That is like that's the shit that. The thing with the documentary is I don't think people knew who, did, who was doing it. It's yeah, just Eddie's very. If you don't, it, yeah, he's, he's not going to be able to get in touch with. But also, I think they did a good job. But there are a lot of these like little stories. Yeah, that are a part of the like comedy clubs. Yeah. That you got a lot, but yeah. then these ones just fell through the cracks. That's like, what I was talking about when we talked about the documentary mm. is the shit, the little rivalries. Yeah. That, that don't like I, that's not part of a narrative. That's not part of a larger you, narrative. You can't make a, a thing about it's it. About it's about brotherhood. It's yeah, just about no. like, fuck you. And yeah. Witherspoon told me he was waiting on a Coke dealer <laughs> because, uh, uh, he was waiting on a coat. He needed money from the spot to get to buy cocaine. <laughs> so Eddie runs the light. Mooney had to wait an extra hour for his cocaine, his serving of cocaine. That's, That's what he told me. With John Witherspoon, not I, I don't know if I said Mooney. Witherspoon was waiting on his cocaine dealer. Um, yeah, you know he had to coordinate cocaine with his nostrils. I. If I was doing the Comedy Store <clears throat> documentary, I would just, I would go and... You know what we can do? We can, I don't know if we can put the clip in this. Why not? Because it's, it's NBC's intellectual property. Well, they'll be like, you got to take that down. Yeah, and we don't want any trouble. Can yeah. we put the audio? No, I don't think so. Well... Whatever. Watch it. Go. We'll link to it. I'm. If I was like the... The most amazing, hilarious stories I've ever heard. Obviously, working there, you get them. But on Mitzi's funeral, mm -hmm. all those people, all those old yeah. comedians had the funniest stories that will never live beyond their kind of generation, you know? Yeah. Maybe a little bit here and there. But, like, I'm like, go hit up. Look, they're all on the wall. All the people yeah. you need to hit up are on the wall. Like, I know they hit up current people and, like, rising well, stars. It's, just, and, the, it's hard to get. Eddie, it's hard to get Dave. It's just hard to get. It's but hard to get people. It's hard to get guys that are like stratospheric. Jim Carrey's come down from the stratosphere. But what I mean is, sometimes those stories also live at a very, at a molecular level. Like sometimes they live in Maymay. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, May, yeah, Maymay Ali, who's Muhammad mm -hmm. Ali's daughter, who was a comic, right? Or like Eleanor. I mean, Eleanor wasn't yeah. it? But I just mean there are, like those stories are so. <clears throat> I don't know. They're just they're they're in every corner that you can. I just feel like there's some that fall through the cracks. Obviously, that's because Eddie is Eddie, and he's yeah. not just like. And I wouldn't know one unless Charlie told me. Yeah. So let's say Charlie was never on the show. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like the cascade the, of the, guys. The dominoes of history <laughs> fell just right. Um, For us to have the I'm so happy, and I'm a little embarrassed that Eddie didn't say anything beyond "Yeah" when he heard my name. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was a, but it was a week. Yeah, it was, was not like, the uh, best yeah. game I've ever heard. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Um, he Eddie Murphy. It, he's not undecided on me. I can't explain it. He I can't explain it, but okay. he it's he likes me. But he's kind of like I think he's kind of like what with me. It's like Eddie Murphy very when he when I made him tell that story at the net there was a Netflix party last year before COVID, and I made him tell the story to like a circle of people. Uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about it, but. When I, I'm like a pain in his ass. I'm like, he's, it's the thing I used to say about my brother Tommy, where we'd say, will you play a board game with us? And he'd go like, I got to poo and do my laundry. Eddie has to poo and do his laundry whenever I, I'm like, okay, so Eddie, would you mind? And he's like, okay, like here, here you go, kid. But I'm, uh, I'm 47 and good at comedy. So even though, you know, (laughs) I'd seem like a child to him and he is my hero of my life <laughs> but i got him to say that he at least knows who i am yes praise and that is one to grow on um anyhow bianca so keenan we've checked in with keenan this is already eventful <laughs> Uh, Seth, we've checked in with uh, now. You've got Meghan Markle's number. Is that what I understand? You're friends with Meghan Markle. Oh, I forgot to say uh, Kaluya. I didn't think Kaluya was going to call. I just texted him, mm-hmm. like you know, do the podcast. You didn't. I didn't, didn't say. I didn't. He the... didn't say yes or no. So when he called, I got like a fucking adrenaline surge. <laughs> I was like, whoa! I was just so shocked and yeah. surprised. Um. It was great. Yes, and he uh, and it was great. And we're doing uh, pretty good on our. We're doing a lot of guys. Weekend, a lot guys. Keenan Thompson, Danny Kaluuya, back week to week with an Eddie Murphy clip that we can't show. Um, what? So you watched the Megan? Did you not watch? I watched. Come on. The first I watched all of it up till uh, Prince Harry got in there, and then I watched a little bit of that. Um, yeah, it kind of is. It's the bombshells are all. Did in the you Megan. have the thought? Okay. That because honestly, to me, this is I was like, this is just a fucking white family. That's kind of what I thought. Sorry, who? The the royals. Okay. Like the queen and the I'm not talking to her and the ah, oh yeah and the she said this. He pulled the, a Neil. He's like too toxic. I gotta cut yeah. off. Like it's just a white. I don't, it didn't, the, the, how dark is the baby's skin was like, bleh. Uh, also, the funny thing is, he's the widest, he's whiter than all of them. The baby? The baby is so white. Yeah. I haven't, I Look don't at, really. Who, Char, Archie. Baby Harry, Archie. Baby Archie. Um, he's like, he's creamier than Harry. Harry's like red white. Well, no one's as white as Harry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's like kind of contradiction on what you just said that he's whiter than saying, anybody. Because he's he's the only ginger in the yeah. whole thing. But uh I just love that 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 it's like what with his skin color be and I understand genetics when you have it like been, it could have been yeah, darker. Could have been sure. yeah. For sure. But also but I mean having said that if you didn't tell me Megan was part black, I wouldn't know. Really? No. Unless you told me. Really? No, there's not. There's nothing about Meghan Markle that I that I go. I don't think black people would have claimed her unless they knew. 
Do you know what I mean? You know how black people she will claim black. she looks like a white lady to me. <laughs> it's not like Babe really Ruth. What, for white people listening, black people claim Babe Ruth, meaning before the racial draft, <laughs> they would just claim people like, you know, he's black. Mm-hmm. Um, and if and with Babe Ruth, you go, yeah, I see what you mean. I see what you mean in terms of features. I see why black people are like, first of all, no white, no white boy can, can hit home runs like that. And his features, I can see how black people go. He's he's black. Meghan Markle, I don't. She has no features that I think black people would think she's black. Mm, good thing you're not a black person. Why not? Because I, I, she looks black. Really? Yeah. What? <laughs> she doesn't. What? Like I don't know. She Would looks you... like. Uh, she looks as white as my sisters. Not the ones you know, but like she looks as white as any white person to me. Oh, okay. I mean, who cares? I just, yeah. she looks, it, I would look at her and be like, she's part black. You know, you know, black people claim Michelle Wolf a lot. I don't, I think it's she, she, we don't, we were like, is she part, right. but she has like, it's also like you can be like a dark Italian sometimes. Of and course. Throw well, off. that's what I, Michelle looks blacker than Meghan Markle. I would say like, yeah, if we're going to do the like. If we're doing let, this. If we're doing it. it, if we're going to do it. No other podcast is going to do it. <laughs> Nobody else. Only us. Um, yeah, if we're going to do it. I don't know about dark, but if she, if Michelle Wolf said she was half black, I wouldn't at all bet. No. But there's a lot of them like Rita Ora. She's Albanian. Um, what's the guy that your friend SNL Big Mouth? Pete Davidson. Yeah, everyone thinks he's black. He's not. Yeah. So it's these kind of mixes, that, but it's the like slight nuance of oh, is I'm sensing a little. Well, black. yeah, it's Michelle looks red boned, and, <laughs> and I'm just saying he she has as much of like some going on as anybody I, else that gets suspected of it. That's yeah? yeah. I just wouldn't have ever thought. I never would have thought it. Okay. And I still claim you wouldn't have unless you uh, No, absolutely not. You're wrong. I can... What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't... I don't there's, Wait, so you don't, but somehow her? I have to go down no, no, with your no, no, ship? No no, 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 no. I don't think there's anything race... I just think it's like, of no, no, all the talk- black people I've seen and all the white people I've seen, if someone said, is she black or white? I go, she's white. I, I but that's occur you. I know yeah. a lot of very light-skinned black people yeah. that have... A well, that's mo- you will only hang out with them if they're if they're lighter than a than a um, paperback a, a lunch bag. I think you're confusing me with your dick. Okay? Oh so, my god! Um, actually, not on this week with all of the get. <laughs> don't be smirch, <laughs> Keenan. I'm sorry that you're Keenan. Don't hear listen this. to this vitriol. Um, so no, I don't. So I don't know. But yeah, no, she looks like a black person to me. To the untrained eye, maybe not, but. I thought I had a train to. Yeah, that's this is the this, this is, is a problem. hell of a this way to find out. <laughs> that All that my, ayahuasca that my eyes yes. are not <laughs> trained. All those beads. Um, um, trained. Wow, <laughs> I'm, like, you know, I'm skinned. Trained. Okay. Um, so what did you say? What, okay, besides the. Uh, so white family. That's that was my first takeaway. Like okay. this sounds like any, but not with the. Skin stuff. 
Um, that could not be a white family. Now. Meaning, no. No, not in my particular white family. Like all everything. You're doing a lot of projecting in this conversation. Right. Well, my <laughs> white family is the only one I've ever been in. Uh, dysfunctional family. Yes. It sounded, dis- but the thing about you're not, and the you're not going to get protection, we need a picture of them, was just sounded like, sorry about the buzzsaw in the back. Nothing we can do. Um, imagine that it's Keenan. What? If you're, it's Keenan doing work over on the, in the, near my house. Uh, just to give people a picture. Imagine it's a Paul Mooney. Um, uh, Same you motherfucker. Wood. Um, okay, so that, that, that stuff is where you're like, I, I don't know. I believe it a million percent that yeah. they said, how, how dark is the baby going to be? She didn't know who directly said it. She knew. She just didn't say. Well, it wasn't the queen. No, no, no. Not, the queen is... Not a lot of this isn't coming from the queen. The weird thing is there it's brand management. Yeah, all it is. It's but, just marketing. Yeah, and it's you wonder what they're marketing. They're marketing. I mean, I think they have to understand that they're the it the problem isn't he even said it. He let it slip and no one's really talking about it. He said she's you get like the the institution, the firm, the family, whatever the fuck has a perfect opportunity here and they don't want to take it. And he pointed to her and he was basically saying, you guys could make a 2.0, you know, you could make the royal rebrand, yeah. you could rebrand, invite her in, you know, they that could was do a, a creed. <laughs> what? They do Rocky, but with a black guy. Right. <laughs> oh, I do... was thinking creed the band. No, like... I mean, they could obviously take it higher, <laughs> take it higher. Uh, but I'm saying they could do a creed where they do a reboot right. of the monarchy with black reboot, Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they yeah. could do that. And... It was weird that they would. He's just like, I brought you a black. Yeah. Perfect. Guys, black this is version. the perfect opportunity. This is perfect. Opportunity to upgrade rebrand. this whole thing. Because I think. Take it into the future. You know, the monarchy is served a different purpose in like, let's say, even the first half of the 1900s. Now it's just, these are our designated celebrities. Yeah. These are our country's celebrities. You know, yes. they don't really do much. I mean, there are mascots. There are San Diego chicken. Yeah. yeah. So now it's not about uh, the queen doesn't go and figure out relations yeah. between countries and all that nonsense. So. It's just like, how are you going to change, like, let your celebrity, what do you, you're making Well, no, it's, face. that's, you're like exactly it. right. Like, they're, they're, how do you make, uh, like, update, upgrade yeah. your shit. Upgrade your shit. They're, they're like on, not dial up, but like, whatever it was after. It's like, you guys, yeah. they were not AOL. ready to, yeah, B- they were B-O-L. just, <laughs> they were not ready to make. They're making incremental changes at their pace, which just didn't. Is from the 1700s. Yeah. Uh, when he was complaining, I started talking like him. And I was like, because you know how I feel Dutchie. about the monarch. The right. monarchy is silly. Yes, it's it. it's just like, there was a game of tag. I'm it. And then I'm not it. <laughs> it's like the whole thing's fucking stupid that you're a prince. I, of course. The, the whole thing. Of that's course, the thing course. I wish he said. Let's be clear. It's all stupid and random right. that my fucking great, 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 great grandfather happened to be some 
guy. fucking buddy. And then they said he was, the Church of England said he was from God and then fucking, right. he's not. He was a regular guy. Um, but the problem is that he actually, the problem is that there are people that are, what do they call it? Like loyalists or something mm -hmm. in England. Like it is part of his culture, that whole thing. There are people that that's very important to like, Jesus is important here, you know, mm -hmm. like the queen and keeping up with the monarchy and what is allowed and what isn't allowed. And blah, 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 yeah. blah. So the square dance rules like, no, now yeah. we curtsy and we switch uh, all that shit. Like that is kind of low key important to him. Yeah. So I don't know. It seemed like he had to do a real like he had to learn a lot more life lessons than she did. Yeah. You know? um, Meaning he'd never dealt with racism before. Or dealt with it on that level, you know? Yeah. Of course not. But, and, I mean, come on. Remember he dressed up like a Nazi because he thought it was cute? Yeah. It so. was. It was pretty cute. <laughs> it was cute. In his defense, it was pretty cute. I no do one, wonder. No one saw it coming. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I lost a lot of money because I bet he would never dress like a Nazi on Halloween and I fucking lost 10 grand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do think, though, that she... I... I, I'm not going to say she knew what she was like. No, of course not. Like that. You can't really totally know. That's such a weird thing. Right. But um, I could have told you there would be so much racism. You thought you were suffocating. Like, well, that goes to the thing I'd said a few weeks ago where it's like, it's usually worse than you think. It's, like it's, it's worse. You think it's going to, you'd go, Hey, she's marrying a uh, black girl. Even though, you know, I don't acknowledge yeah. it's black. Um, if you married a black girl, I might be a little weird. But you don't think it's going to get to like, what color will the baby's skin <laughs> right. be? Can we get to, can like we go eugenics. and do an amniocentesis <laughs> to see the darkness of the skin? Can we get the skin sample so we know how, how, how bad this is going to be? Will it be human? It is black. weirdly that... Baby is like the Jackie Robinson. <laughs> I guess Megan's the Jackie Robinson of the royal Megan. family, but but they, I don't think they like anyone that they marry. I I don't remember any of these women being like getting it easy. Yeah, like yeah, she seems all right. And no, there's never a mild opinion about these women. Well, the the interesting thing was that they're at least from the interview, it's like the family's take on everything is just like a toxic family. Like we all went through it. You yeah, know, it is yeah. what it is. That's where it's white family. Yeah, that's, that's where just, just like, like oh, get yeah, in line. it's yeah. abusive. It's like, well, I've had that feeling at places I've worked uh, where I'm like, this doesn't need to be abusive yeah. just yeah. because you're a bartender. Yeah. And somehow, somehow that's you're ordained what we've always done. <laughs> to yell at me and yeah. call me out of my name. And when I complain about it, I'm making a big deal. Yeah. But you're a two-bit, like, okay, whatever. I, I'm getting, this is me projecting now. Oof. I'm just saying that there's... I'm in this uncomfortable <laughs> since you said about my skin, my the women I date. <laughs> I haven't been this uncomfortable. Brown paper bag. Since you uh, walked in wearing beads on your wrist. Guys, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not, we're I'm beyond him. a spirit papa, spirit, spirit padre. I'm now... Believe a star child? I don't know how else to put it. Just I just get called to 
<laughs> wear loose fitting I wore beaded a, I wanted wristband. to get a small wrist uh, uh, bracelet from the uh, from the tribe and they only make them big so I'm uh, we all dealt with it Neil yeah so this is who I am I'm a Star Trek you're the Megan Merkel of Ayahuasca yes um, so the funny thing is now I love my princess and I've always been a princess man. Oh, in her, in not her defense, if you saw what happened to Obama and Michelle, how could you ever think it would be good for you? I just, when black people are pushed to a celebrity status in oh, a to white go country, where they, yeah. if you just, just look at the Obama presidency. But like, I think, but weirdly, Michelle was hurt by the fist jab thing. Huh? Remember the terrorist fist jab? Her fist jabbing uh, like a, the cartoon? She just gave somebody a pound, yeah. Oh, okay. And and New Yorker did a, a cartoon about it. I don't know. I can't remember if she was hurt by the cartoon or hurt by... Yeah, in the corner. Uh, in bottom the right corner. of the photos. Bottom right. The bottom black right. and white. Um, if she was hurt by the cartoon or hurt by the... Oh, that's so fucked up. Um, I think maybe it wasn't the New Yorker. Uh, no, it wasn't the New Yorker. Um, Why would they do that? They were making fun of the idea that Republicans thought they were terrorists because she did that. She, they literally called it a terrorist fist jab. I know. That's a little too inside, though, that where it's like, yeah, we're making fun of it. But nah, it's like, I mean, I get you. I, she thought so, too. And you know what I mean? she like, likes comedy. So right. um, she's another one. Doesn't like me, but does happen to like well, <laughs> things I do. She, she, you have a, f- sign, a frame photo of I her. I have a frame photo of her and? not being that into it. <laughs> um, she, Eddie thinks higher of me than she does, but but that's not saying much. Okay, I, I like to think she saw the Mark Twain speech and has come around. Okay, okay. I think Barack's like, no, I like that guy, but I don't think Michelle's that into it. You're anyhow. so funny. Anyhow, you are so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, so I'm just saying, if you see what happens to black celebrities in white countries. How could you? Not? It is weird. I, the good, the only upside is it's more just shitty than dangerous. What? 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 Shit like that. Meaning, okay. I, but it is said dangerous. That, yeah, it, I guess they, especially for the Obamas, like the amount of death threats they got was. Well, know. and apparently, May, you know, I've seen people say like, oh, it happens all the time. But apparently Megan's the backlash and the racist and the like the nastiness she got, they've never seen. Like it's been oh, like, like, it was like unprecedented. Crazy. Like, yeah. Like the FBI, the <laughs> British FBI was like, never heard anything like it. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. Sorry, um, sorry for the accents, Jimmy. You so, better. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, and also, I think the problem is British people have this thing where they're almost worse at admitting. They think it's, they don't think they're racist. They, but worse than Americans. They don't, they don't even know how they could be. They're like, what? But what? we go, no, we, absolutely. we've got Jamaica. Jamaica. We we have a great relationship with them. The British Virgin Islands. Yeah, like they have all that. Martinique. Yeah. I just they don't understand. They just yeah. I mean, obviously we're talking, we're generalizing, but uh, like Piers Morgan, what? Explain something to me. Nihilism. Tap into your nihilism. Why does a person like? It seems like Piers Morgan 
everyone hates mm -hmm. at all angles. And even though he'll say something that maybe we happen to agree with or we happen to disagree, everyone has had their turn in totally hating Piers Morgan. Mm -hmm. But he makes it in hall or in in uh, he because that's his brand and he's a good broadcaster like the uh, like armor like just i'm the villain yeah he's just a fucking heel so <laughs> heel. he's a heel it's what they call wrestling a heel and uh he just is a fucking asshole and people tune in for it because they know what they're gonna like he's the host he's like the matt lauer of what 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 we used to call the Matt Lauer, um, he's uh, he's the I don't even know who hosts those shows anymore in the morning. Those they're all they all yeah hot they potato. all fucked too hot. They <laughs> fucking got too hot in the morning. Morning they're morning. That's why I don't do morning sex because those guys Lord. they went too wild. Um, uh, yeah, so he's the he's just a broadcasting brand. Okay, and he's always gonna be it's, fucking, if it's not him. It's and the other thing is, there's a lot of white people in England. I, I don't know what the percentage is, but I'm betting it's, it's 90%. <laughs> well, uh, someone said in criticism of Megan that. So. Ethnicity. 87%. Damn. That's what? a lot of. Why are they so afraid? What? <laughs> um, that's a high percentage. <laughs> How uh, are they so afraid of immigrants? They make it seem like the whole place is a fucking chocolate they cake. They like invented white. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah, the that's, Africa of whiteness kind of. Like they're the fucking They're the hub. white supremacy of white supremacy. They're the they're the empire. Yeah. So they I'm not saying they invented whiteness, but they kind of like fucking again, yeah. it's like in terms of evolution you just go oh, somewhere in Europe <laughs> and then I guess they swam to England at some point. Um, so, I mean, yeah. So that's why a guy like Pierce Morgan, you can be racist. Because. And everyone's like, common sense. Common sense. It's making a lot of sense. I'm We've done nine different regions of British accents, by the <laughs> way. You've done a different one every time. I can't do it yeah. normal. I, has, I take from whatever's close. Um, but someone was saying that like, okay, well, colorism is what allowed Megan to marry into the family. But anti-black... Because she's light skin? Because she's light skin. And anti-blackness is what made them leave. Yeah. And so let's say if there were... I don't know. It's like at some point, let's just say the issues they have, because they seem like weird issues. Like they, they could have not done these things. It's, a, it's just a weird fucking branding thing. It's weird. And in a country that's 87% white, you can, I can understand why they wouldn't understand. No, for sure. But the at the brand. But at the same time, and I love the princess, but let's say those things didn't happen that made them, that forced them to leave. Let's say there wasn't so much like unfairness and like harsh, like retaliatory um, situations. They would still be part of this super racist thing. You know, well, if they weren't, if they hadn't been racist, would the monarchy have been racist? Do you know what I mean? Right. Like but the, or what if they were temporarily not racist to Megan because they knew it had branding power? Yeah. But didn't change anything else. They do that a lot. Like we're hiring a black person here. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily change much. 
or it doesn't change the whole institution. It doesn't change the systemic yeah. issues. So I wonder, like, was it that it's racist or was it that it was racist to her? Well, I think in this case, both. Yeah. But I guess if... If it wasn't racist, if they weren't racist to her, which is, I wonder, would it, would they have came to the same conclusion eventually? I I hope so. There, I guess my question would be, how many ways can a monarchy be racist other than directly racist to a fiance of the guy? I think a lot of ways. I mean, charities and stuff. I don't, because I know, like, I don't know. It's a brand, right? It's a brand. It's the fucking... Colonel Sanders or Coca Cola, uh, yeah. yeah. It's but it's they're they're the they're the Quaker Oats lady <laughs> man. They're Antremont. They're whatever. Any one of these people, okay, of England and the yeah, sort of history of England. Yeah. Like they they've taken swipes at all these women with yeah, Sarah Ferguson. It's it, just yeah. your fat. Right, you're fat. You're like not uh, classy. Yeah, you're or not, I don't fucking know. Yeah, but so it's does that mean they're fat phobic or they just I don't I I guess I just I it's guess gonna come for you no matter what they're gonna they, that they just show they just that was their end racism was their end is yeah. the monarchy racist beyond being racist toward her I have no fucking idea well yeah it's like colonialism and but what but they didn't. Like what? the history of England's racist, but I'm saying is the modern brand of the of royalty inherently racist today? But the problem is most of them are still she's the longest reigning monarch ever. And it's one of the longest running monarchies ever. So if she was I don't know, I think her coronation was in the teens, nineteen yeah. something, I don't know. She had slaves at the coronation. <laughs> she still is the queen. Yeah. So we have a... It wasn't like, the teens, by the way. It wasn't maybe the 20s? No, it was like right before the World War II, I believe. I, can, I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, that was the a long time. When did, she, when did her father die? Sorry, that's what I was thinking of. 1950, the coronation. No, no, when did uh, her father okay. die? Like, when did she know she was going to be 44. Queen? So the 44, okay, cool. During World War II. So whatever. I'm just saying that she's been alive. She's like 93. Yeah. So she kind of has i don't doubt she i guess i'm just i don't don't, i don't i don't i can't discern between what's the people and what's the brand and what even is the brand if someone that's been alive for 93 years that is the head of the monarchy is still there i mean they bring with them a lot of old i'm not saying she hasn't changed and i also when you watch the interview it seems like she's not the one bringing up a lot of the shit so uh i i don't know i think the whole it's just weird that, one, I know a lot of the commonwealths don't like the queen and don't want to be part of the the kingdom or yeah. whatever. So I'm wondering how exactly how popular really is this? You know? I don't, but this goes my, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, a, it's thing. Like a thing that yeah. people kind of like feel attached to, though. Yeah. People do feel weirdly right, deeply attached to it so then you say and that thing they're attached to is racist no 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 it's it's didn't you say that the monarchy is racist i said it is like inherently because of 
you know, like how they've colonized a lot of like African and Caribbean nations. They've kind of they, stopped, though. I mean, like they stopped. They England actually got rid of slavery before America. I, I understand I that, that, but just because I you think s- it was a mistake. Just right, but we're not saying that just because you stopped doing like something really fucking racist and evil doesn't mean that there aren't institutionalized racism in your yeah. So I what, know what you mean. I but guess what, I what just, do you what do you? I guess I don't. I don't, I don't even know what it is. That's what I don't. It's one of these things where I don't understand it. I don't know why they have it. Okay. I don't know what it is. But you're also not sure if it's racist. Because so. I don't even know what it is. Okay, that's you not knowing. But what I'm, but and I'm trying to get what that even. I believe that they said all the shit, but I don't know what it. Who's they? Do you know what I mean? Like it's not the queen. And it's, it's just not, there's higher ups in the world. It's not they Kate are. Middleton and it's not no. any of the people, but it's some other person. There's just, it's like a, it's a company. You know what I mean? It is a company and there's higher ups and there's, and they're all making sure how to sustain the monarchy in a world where most monarchies have like been put through, you know what I mean? So I guess that my question is, do they get a cut of these plays? That's what I don't what understand. Do mean, like, cut do they have a vig on Canada? Like Canada, you're going to give yeah, us they, they have, they get money 3% from of them. the GDP. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how, that's Off why the they're top. still in the thing. Will you look that up? No, they get money. How does work is, uh, yeah, make money. Work with their commonwealth. Where does it All the money, like even in Australia, the Royal Queen's families paid through a mix of public and private funds. Comes from a portfolio of land held in trust. That's the thing. It's it's not. They don't get a cut of the. It's like this. Would they just like? They're just fucking cool with her. Who? The queen. Who? Canada doesn't. I don't think Canada gives them money. I. I. But regardless of these like little details, because I'm not a fucking historian on this, I'm just saying that like, what what we're talking about is is it racist or not? Is the whole institution racist or not? So yeah, I'm but I don't why even you're know confused. what it is. Right. What's the, I don't know what the institution is because I, I know they own land. So it's like there's a British Empire thing going on. There's a there's part of it's called the Commonwealth. I don't know. There's but countries that's in the not. It, I, that's like a like this is my goddaughter. It's not anything. It's like they, just a thing. But then they why call is she? It. Then why is her face on all their money? I don't know. But you don't know. You know. I know. So we can't really have that particular what, part. Do of you the know? I, I, I would have answered it if I knew. Okay, why so do I know? We don't, no, no, no. Because you're saying like you don't. I don't know. No, no. I'm but you're saying, saying like this wide-eyed thing. Like I don't know. And I'm saying the only thing I can speak to is that it, it doesn't surprise me that it is racist. What she said. I, nothing surprises me that it's racist. Right, but you're saying don't I don't say know with it. The baby is. skin color. But when you say it's racist, what is it? Okay, I'm that. Okay, so what I'm referring to is racist is the way the monarchy functions and their branding, like behind the scenes. I'm assuming it's racist from certain things. How like the queen. I think in like one tour she did, uh, she danced with like a, a, a head of state in some African nation. I don't remember. And it made headlines and it was like, oh, my God, she danced with a black guy. And they were telling her not to do it. I don't know. Seems a little weird and racist. 
Yeah, of course. But I don't. Yeah, I guess I'm just like. I just don't get what you're like. But what I'm saying, Canada is incredibly white. If they're getting money from Canada. But we're getting too down too many paths. We don't know exactly how the money breaks down. I know. Everybody. Everything's racist. But when when. When you say the queen's not racist. No, I didn't say that. I just said she wasn't. They said she wasn't behind the racist. That what I'm wondering is who is the president of the uh, royal family? Do you know what I mean? Like who's the head of the brand? Who's the CEO? Yeah. okay. Because I don't think it's the queen, right? I Yeah. It's like uh, from what I gather, and this might be totally wrong, there's just a lot of aides. There's some that are very high up to the queen. She does have a lot of say in what happens, but she also doesn't have fully the say in what happens. Like they're not allowed to comment on like certain things and they are and da da da. But at the same time, this is the thing that confuses me about the whole thing is that we're making such a big deal about Meghan Markle, but Prince Andrew is like a fucking child uh-huh. molester. Yeah. And has been yeah. and is weird. Apparently, like from the stories I read, he's has molested women that are now in their 40s. <laughs> Do right. you know what I mean? Like he molested. He'd been and he's an OG fucking child molester. So to me, when you have stories of people who, uh, you know, like that they're how fine Diana- with him, but they're like, no, no, just meaning like Diana, that whole thing was like a huge glimpse into like how it's run because it is really secretive and it is not like. It's not like the president is comes out and says anything. It was all very secretive. Yeah. And so these stories that you hear, these stories come out and it's very like some of them are really sorted, you know? So yeah. it just feels like child molester here, this person is basically like left like no help, no support, Diana. And like you have all these stories that come out and you just wonder like it feels a little toxic. So it is not a far cry to be racist. Of course. And, I, but what um, I'm... You seem upset with me because I don't even know what the monarchy is. No, I seem, I'm not upset. I'm just confused how you're saying, I don't know what it is. I still don't know what it is. Okay, but then, like, and then it's like, okay, I don't know. But you're saying this, this Byzantine, not understandable organization is racist. I'm like, what's the organization? And people don't know what the organization, even Will with his fine Googling skills. Hasn't been able to uncover what it is. I don't know what it is. It's like land holdings and, but yeah. and they don't know who's in charge. I just think you want information that's easier to get than we have here. That's all I'm saying. So I don't know okay, how to I'm have I'm saying this I don't doubt the races. I just don't understand okay. who it is. And I get why they're racist, but I don't understand when it's like the monarchy's racist. Okay. Besides her colonial, I, I don't fucking know. Like the colonialism, that's uh, obviously colonialism is racism, but I just don't, I, I, this speaks to how dumb I think the whole thing is. Okay. And you're still mad. No, I'm not. I just don't think, I don't know how to keep having conversation. I think we're on the same page. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, what are we Did you, what else came to you in terms of, did you have, was there somebody I had nothing kind of but sympathy for her. I guess I... 100%. But I, a part of me, I didn't even get to like, why did marry him? It seems like just a fucking bad job. Yeah, I think everyone... I don't know. Maybe she, there was just a little bit of... I don't know. They liked each other. They loved each other. Yeah. So you're going to say no. I'm not going to... And a prince. Come on. Well, that's where you get into like... 
people will marry a person. Right. Well, that's where you get into like, you can't cheat an honest person. Huh? Meaning the, a grift doesn't work unless the person wants to make money for nothing. Right. So, I, I, and I don't think she's a grifter. I'm saying if there was a, it's the downside of marrying a prince. It's like, I'm a princess now. Ah. Yeah. Ah. And it's like, but you wanted to be a princess. They should have a, some sort of, like, even when you get drafted to the NFL, they give you some fucking help on how it's going to be. Like, Someday Blake will talk about it. Come on, Blake. Very funny. Uh, I don't know why they don't have an orientation. It seems so wild to go from just a whatever civilian. Yeah. When she's like, I didn't know you were supposed to curtsy. I knew that. How did you not know that? Right. Yeah, so to me, it's like, I don't know. You really want this thing, this brand to survive? Well, that was- why Why make it so hard for people that have no idea? So few people in the world will understand what it that's like, you know? So, And when you want to be a princess, what does that mean? What Like, what do you think it's going to be? Well, we also Americans have such a funny love affair with but what do you know but it's like we have a love affair but yet she seems to know nothing about it uh no but i think the fantasy of it so all the good stuff it's never the princesses you know you get raped like it's never <laughs> that's the first thing i think is well what did you were you raped what time's the um no but it is there's of course there's a fucking day it's it there's a, I didn't get to you made your bed and I'll lie in it, but I probably would have if I kept watching. She happens to be very likable and very seemingly genuine, rational. Sincere. I think they like just really love a decent other. person. But they dated for years before they came out. Oh, got it. So I just I don't know. It just seems like a really strange thing. If we think of it in terms of real life, of course, you can be like, oh, your son's not getting a name title. No, I don't. That's the thing. I don't. That stuff I actually truly sympathize with because that's just fucked up family stuff. hundred percent. I don't get when people compare their lives to them. It's like you have to just go into a fantasy land. And then you can see how there's unfairness, there's racism, yeah. you know. But if you take it out of the context. But that's what I mean. <laughs> what? Like, it can't all be a fucking ball. That's where it's like, dog, it's going to. How do you think they got the money? How do you think you can afford that house? How do you think you're sitting in the cottage? And the that that's where you got to go. Well, what did you what did you know? Why would right. you want to? Why did you have a fantasy about a prince and not? Even in coming to America, in the original, there's like fucking static, with like Mary. That you got to marry right. a lady, and he's forced to marry. You know, uh, we're not going to talk about the the uh, sequel, the sequel, and the. Uh, I won't even get into it. Wait, we there was a whole thing online about how it was a date rape. So a whole other oh question. lord, um, no. Anyways, we talked about this for. <laughs> Anyhow, we should move on. You're, you're the one who brought rape into this. I know. I'm um, sorry. Uh, I mean, I wanted to earlier, so I'm glad you did. Um, so the part of me, it's like I'm 90% like that. It just looks shitty. It looks shitty. It and just it looks, looks like, like fuck, uh, that looks shitty. And no matter who's criticizing them, no one wants that life. And when you it, Once you're in it, it sounds awful. Sounds. I have a, que- a black question. Uh-oh. Do you think Tyler Perry offered his house because she's black? 
Yeah. Okay. I Because I thought maybe he just was like, I like them. Or maybe, but I don't know if William, maybe he would. They're royals. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I know. Because we have a weird love affair with like, royals here. Yeah, that Tyler Perry's like, I want the princess, the, the exile. I want them to stay at my place. It's not, it's like a nice flag. <laughs> no, it's Wait, a very nice flag. Wait, why did someone online write like, who's going to play the part of Tyler Perry? The fact that Tyler Perry is a part of this story is so it's very funny. funny. The memes about Tyler Perry is like Medea with a gun, like who's protecting? That's funny. <laughs> oh my uh, god, it's too I've good. got security. I've never seen and I've never seen a frame of those movies. Um uh, but yeah. Well now they're in Santa Barbara and they're they're thriving. <laughs> so nobody in Santa Barbara isn't thriving. It's true. You go there and you thrive. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, don't care about Cuomo. Don't care about Cuomo. Wait, by the way, did you ever watch Kyle Dunnigan's Cuomo show? It's it's me with Cuomo with crabs. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, a little bit of it. The intro is so funny. Anyways, it's. Uh, I don't under. This speaks to the thing of like, don't worship these fucking morons. Well, sorry, this is rude to say, but he's an older guy with nipple piercings. I mean. Oh right! He Wait, seems it's a bit wild. Of like football to football. No, player. no, no! I don't, I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying he just seems uh, like a he's he's a messy he's a messy like... little bitch. He's a messy bitch. He's a governor messy little bitch. <laughs> um, and he's single, right? Uh, yeah, or maybe he cheated on somebody. I always feel like if don't don't have nipple piercings if you're married. <laughs> like, have do one or the other. Like, you know, you're not going to need those. What do you want? A commitment or nipple piercing? <laughs> Because you can't have both. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, I just, the, I, the, whenever they're like, I'm obsessed with, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Whenever there's like a new. Don't worship anybody. I'm obsessed with the guy from the cheerleading show on Netflix. And then it turns out he like sexually assaulted or, or harassed a bunch of underage boys. Just like. But you know what? Did you ever as a teen cut out? I never did the cut out magazines and put them on my wall i did eddie murphy no i'm kidding um <laughs> and lauren michaels close who i had this is like you're gonna think i'm kidding <laughs> oh my god neil <gasps> from in do the right thing okay uh smiley i believe is the character name who sells pictures of malcolm x and martin Luther King. yeah 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 that came out in 89. Okay. And I, that got, Spike Lee, like, is the reason I, like, saw him doing press for Do the Right Thing. and was like, film school? What? Wow. What is it? I had the picture of Martin Luther King and Malcolm X on my wall near the, near the light switch. It's so Aww, fucking crazy. Martin Luther King and the mountain top. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking like. I just love that of all the things you had. Just that just photo. Of because 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 you don't have to be right black thing. to be inspired. It doesn't. You know what, guys? It was more of a spike than. Uh, oh, I have a okay. different story. 
about Woody Allen. What? I, it's not. It's something that I remembered watching part three of Woody Allen, uh, the third nail in the coffin. Um, uh, very quickly, at Nick Games, mm. there's an elevator that when you go whatever when you they give you tickets you take an elevator. Okay. That's like separate. Ridden the elevator with Spike Lee. Cool. But here's the better one. Okay. Two better ones. Also rode the elevator. Donald Trump and Woody Allen separately. All three separately. Separately, yes. And uh, Donald. Tr- it, well, the, with Donald Trump, it's a bit of a baby Hitler thing. Like I don't know what should I've slapped the shit. <laughs> it was in like nah, two thousand six or seven. Oh, okay, no, that was so that was like what Melania was there. Like I don't fucking know. The, what any news? No. I think Melania smelled good. I think I remember. Okay. Um, what about with Woody Allen? Woody Allen. I uh, asked for a picture with him, and he goes, "I have to get to my car." <laughs> and uh, but because I'm a dirtbag, took the picture anyway. Well, let me like see if I can find it. We want um, some evidence. Hold on, let's keep talking. Okay, uh, um, but the yeah, the Woody. Just, I have to get to my car. <laughs> um, you know, he was trying to do you a favor. Don't yeah, take yeah. A photo with me. yeah. You don't want. You, I'm you too hot. We'll get we'll get into that later. Um, I don't even know if I could find it, but it was it was uh, yeah. So that's the Nick and one time with Spike, Spike whatever. I Spike did Chappelle show, so I know him a little bit. Right. The funny thing was Spike is one of my idols, and yeah. whenever I see him, he's just bad at small talk. So he just goes, "You shooting." He just brings up <laughs> yeah. like work, just goes like straight to, yeah. And it just became like a joke because uh, he started doing it to Dave too. And it was funny that he couldn't think of anything to say. Like, <laughs> uh, you shooting? Um, anyhow, um, so don't worship Cuomo. And he's got nipple rings. What did you think? What did you think was going to happen? Because um, you know what? Somebody made an observation to me about somebody that I I've worked with and do work with. They said that guy has very available sexual energy. Who? She was talking about somebody that we both work with, but oh. Cuomo. Oh yeah. I, it made me aware. It's my friend Kat said somebody that we work with had very available sexual That's energy. That's really funny. And it's a thing that I've That's started thinking good, about. Kat. It's very good. It's Kat a is good a description. Um, it's and Cuomo, like, I believe, has myself. available sexual energy, like you know, yeah, little flirty. Like, you are very available. I have sex. Very you have the most available sexual energy, <laughs> maybe. Very available sexual, if nothing else. I know. Sexual energy. I well, um, it's true. You'll have to be myself. dead for two weeks before you stop giving off available sexual energy. <laughs> That's how big, I, big it is. It is. And it's weird because I don't always. It's, you don't. It's not. That's the thing it's about active. it. Is, it's, it's not, not like you don't. It doesn't mean you want to fuck the person. No. That's the thing about available sexual energy. It's like I want to. Some people you do want to fuck. Other people you want to think you want them to fuck. So <laughs> then you get. And I'm not. I have available sexual no, energy no, no, I'm too. Just, so I'm like. Just, so you. Like it's fun. Especially for women. It's a honestly, it's a good uh, skill set. Yes, 
unfortunately it's helpful it's a fucking helpful skill set and and uh but guys have it too and something tells me cuomo does it in person like if you've got nipple rings and i know and everyone's heard about there's a way to not let people know you have them right or you go i got rid of them right (laughs) i don't got them anymore and then you replace it with plastic ones so you can get their metal detector (laughs) you got to think it through yeah um so he has available sexual energy and men with available sexual energy to me are way more dangerous because not not every guy has that whereas a lot of women flirt a lot of women can do that yeah a guy that's like a charmer can charm men and women gavin newsom has it too i would bet he does he has it more palpably on camera than cuomo does He's hot. Text. There's the COVID stuff. I have a lot to say about Dalia, okay. which we want. Let's kind of get around to that. I'm like, <laughs> I. It's not. I. It's. It's. Uh. It's obvious, and then it's not obvious. Okay. Um, hey, do you say stymie or? Stimmy. Stimmy. Stimulus package. Oh, because I've said stymie the whole time. Really? <laughs> what, what did you think you were... Re- refer- what did you I think stymie know. was short for? Stimulus. <laughs> A-E-I-O-U and sometimes Y. Stymie. No? You made this a mistake. Is, this is bad Bobby. <laughs> this is bad this is Bobby. Bobby all over again. Um, uh, Damn, you're being stymie? a bad Bobby. Um <laughs> Uh, good for that they got it passed. I actually had an opportunity the first time, and my accountant, who is Eddie Murphy's accountant, also <laughs> said, "Don't just don't take it because if it comes, you know how at a certain point they were like, you know who got stimulus? Yeah, yeah. like he's like you, he saw it coming. Like don't you don't want to? Well, be on why that would list. you want fourteen hundred dollars? I don't know. It's not. I need money still." But I thought only it's if technically you made, my money. You know what I no, mean? No, no, no. It, it's you have to make under like a hundred thousand dollars or something. I do make under a hundred thousand, but then a I also day. make over it. I make under it <laughs> <laughs> to a certain point, and then I make over it. Um, Tricky. So it's like Mitch Hedberg's old joke. Uh, I used to do drugs. I still do them. Do drugs, but I also used to do them. <laughs> cool. um, uh, Stimmy, so congratulations, everybody who's getting the Stimmy. Um, it's uh, you. Well, the thing that we should talk about is the town in uh, I can't remember what town, but they gave people five grand. No, they gave people like five hundred dollars a, month, a so month, six cons- grand. Yeah, consistent for a year. Um, and they're all doing good. Yeah. And they all, it like helps with unemployment. It helps. It's, it's like socialism works a little bit. A little bit of socialism actually works. It's Seth, but we can't. Is he calling? Seth's calling. But Call answer. Hold on. Um, hey, uh, I'm recording a podcast. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be on it saying good for you. Um, all right. Well, I just want to support, um, uh, Squarespace. <laughs> no, hey, it's Anchor and um, Mansky. Ma- no, what oh. do we do? Anchor and uh, Spotify. Spotify. And so, Pandora. Anchor, and- hey, uh, let Spotify be the anchor to your listening <laughs> pleasures. Fantastic. Uh, that was so great, the video. And the funny thing was that Eddie didn't really acknowledge me with that much warmth. 
but it's very funny. <laughs> Will you call me when you're done with your podcast? I will. Thank you for All joining right, us. Right. I love you too. Bye. You guys love each other. He said he loves me first years ago, and I was like, fuck it. We're saying we love each other. I, that, that's a heart melter. Yeah. It's really cute. When you've been in show business long enough, guys, you, everybody loves you. <laughs> um, so, Stimmy and uh, and the what's out Stockton. Yeah, like it's like fucking a giving town. people money works. Yeah. Giving people, give, give them money. It seems like, oh, you're trying to buy your way out of problems. Money fucking yeah. solves a right. lot of problems. Buy your way out of problems is the right is way to the solve way problems. You, yes. It's like, first of all, <laughs> if you don't like buying your way out of problems, then you don't like America. <laughs> it's true. Because that's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do. Um, so uh, good for you, Stockton, and good for you, Stimmy. Um, COVID, even, you know, last week when I said COVID's flat and it's People are like, fucking d- bad science. It's like, no, dog. It's about 60,000 people a day are still getting infected. You don't get... No, there's not... It's fucking... Look at the chart. You know what's funny about COVID is after Kaluuya wouldn't say, LeBron yesterday wouldn't say either. Interesting. He's Do you think like, LeBron watches? I don't think he does. <laughs> okay. Um, although in terms of what do they think of me, let's play a game called, Hey, what do they think of you, Neil? Okay. I think LeBron like likes me more than Michelle Obama and Eddie Murphy. Okay. So they, Neil has like a Rolodex of, no, you're moving down. Well, you just, it's a human interaction. It's a human warmth level. He was very warm. He, he knows who I, he knew who I was before I met him and knows, uh, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's fucking in high school and Chappelle shows on. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, always forget LeBron is act not is as not old as that old. Yeah, he just looks seventy and has <laughs> since he was thirteen. Now he's not gonna like you. Um. Uh. Okay. So, but yeah. So black. Sorry for black people. You can't say what, what you're doing with the with the vaccine. You're not, oh. If you're a famous black person, you just gotta just do it. That's between me and my family, and it's a woman's right to choose. Me and Will were talking before the podcast, and. He was like, so it's probably over. And I was like, no, it's not over. But COVID? I feel like, yeah, no, he meant like, okay, are things winding down? But I just think a, par- a portion of it is winding down. You hope that the worst part's over. Right. Like, I hope le- the high anxiety confusion of last year won't repeat itself. Um. I don't think that if you look at Jan, it actually it was this year. January 9th was the peak of and then of infections. Oh, and like you're talking about last year or this year? No, this year. year. Oh, okay. January 9th, 2021 yeah, yeah, yeah. was like the peak. If you look at the chart, that was that's when the they were like, point. it's going to surge from the holidays. Yeah, that was the surge. It was like 140,000 people a day or something. Yeah. Or maybe it was, more. It might have been 230. It was um, bad. It was just atrocious. So that's, I think, definitely over. Whether it's a thing, there's a new thing. There was a thing on on 60 Minutes last night where like antidepressants work. So I'm good. I'm kidding. What do you mean? Um, There's a certain antidepressant that for some reason knocks it out. Interesting. Um, What? Didn't you say there's people with some sort of uh, lymphoma, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, that uh, COVID actually 
cleared. No, uh, was it? Was that uh, my time? Is it? I don't think it was me, but no, no. You showed me a photo of uh, lungs, like yeah. of a some type of cancer that was cured from having COVID. Yeah. You don't remember? No, uh, vaguely. Okay. Look, I show a lot of people a lot of things. You really do. Um, uh, okay. So yeah. I hope, I think it. I, it's never going to be that fucking bad. I mean, I don't know how bad these variants are, but if We're there's a hundred million vaccines that have, they've been administered 90. So 90 million vaccines have been administered by this point. And in a country with 320 million people, we're getting like, it's just going to, it's a numbers game. It's just yeah. another like this many people have been vaccinated and this many people have been already infected, still have antibodies. It needs the, the, yeah, virus, the virus needs, needs houses and yeah. we have a housing shortage <laughs> in our country. We have a viral housing shortage. Um, um, are you gonna travel in the summer? Safely. I'm hoping to start a show in New York yeah. in August. That's the hope, gang. Coming soon. Uh, so I'm hoping to start a show. I think I I like to... Th- I mean, if you look at just the amount of infections in California, we only had... The whole state for the week had like 5,000. Yeah. And in the country, we're under 40,000... People in the hospital now, which That's is so low, which is, yeah, at one point it was 130 or something. Yeah. So we're doing everything's trending in the right direction. It's just trending slowly. Um, it's like uh, my career. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truest thing I think I've ever said on the podcast. It's growing. Right. Hurry up a little bit. Um, so Texas Rest in Power King is opening. 100% open for business. They love saying open for business. It's just like you just barely made it. They have more infections than California. They have more infections. There's they have so many issues in Texas. Yeah. Where like don't don't, just, sol- you, don't celebrate. Turn the lights on. <laughs> huh? Before you open for business, you're going to need boiling lights, water, right? boiling snow to yeah. flush your poopies. Poof. So I'm now mad. I'm the tough Oof. talks coming out. You tough, guys. tough titty talk. Tough <laughs> um, uh, uh Yeah. So what's a COVID pass? Is that the is that the thing with the? What you wrote COVID pass on your list? Oh, that's one of anything. My, those are I've been a bad Bobby. <laughs> Being a bad. Bobby. Uh, Sometimes I write Neil, and, and it doesn't make sense. It's fine. <laughs> but they're full. I know you wanted to talk about COVID, sweetie. That's they're okay. full. They're full sweetie, words. You know what? Uh, there was an article in CBS Sacramento. It was not our. It was. A, it's a TV station uh, about how there really was no actual exodus from California this year or in 2020. Like you know, it was like everyone's moving. It, it's not true. No, people. There. A lot of people moved out of San Francisco, but they just moved to other parts of the Bay. Right. Or there was the exodus that I saw was that. When you looked at the numbers, it just um, less people came Moved into in. California yeah. than than normal normally, and the amount that moved out was, was the up same. To, no, it was like a little bit of an uptick oh, too, yeah? but it was it's a perceived. It's uh, also like 
200,000 people. It's not exactly. Like, that's exactly what. Yeah, ex- that's exactly. It's but like the streets are empty. <laughs> um, I parking's f- free now. And then people are like, oh, well, the the rentals. It's like a lot of people went to live with their parents. Yeah. Didn't mean they left the. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're doing good. Um, <laughs> right. Doesn't mean they're mad at California. It means they don't got the, the money. Damn it. Uh, Dr. Seuss, your thoughts? Okay, my thoughts on Dr. Seuss are everyone's making a big deal out of it. Uh, the truth the, of it is, of the, course, the truth is so much milder than the headline. It's so. It's just the 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 um the estate, estate. Yes, is saying we're just going to take these six books off the shelf, and they're like way less known Dr. Seuss books. Yeah. There are ones where I'm like, oh, that's a long title. One of them has the N-word in it, which I thought was pretty racist. <laughs> Neil. Um, Neil. Um, uh, so they, it's six books. And the funny thing is, I read an article that, and I didn't remember this. I, I vaguely remember it, but how um, when the Lorax came out, um, the conservatives were so against Dr. Seuss because it was preaching for like environmentalism. Mm-hmm. And so Fox News, I mean, everybody, there were, I think in Mendocino, there was like the lumber union wanted to ban the Lorax because it attacked their, uh, it attacked their industry. And so there were calls to ban the book, ban everything. When the movie came out, they wanted to ban it. And now when it's an environmental issue, it's a threat and we have to ban it. But when it's a racist issue. It's a cancel culture. We have to protect it. Well, everybody's got their. It's the. It's it's a common sense when they want to do it, and it's cancel culture when yeah. they when they don't like it. So it's just very funny how they wanted to cancel the same Dr. Seuss. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's not, no. But that implies that there's any logic to yeah, Republic and like. I mean, it's whatever. I and by the way, it came from the estate. There was no demand. Yeah, it wasn't like they were like, look, this is fucked up. I'm sure that they'll. I don't know. What a lot of it's the drawings, so they'll probably replace the drawings right. and re-release them, and then make money that way. But they didn't. They're like, it's not good for our brand to have this out there. Yeah, um, that's they they're the opposite Megan, of the royal family. Where yeah, they like, really should we have don't, taken some. Racism bad for the brand, whereas, and <laughs> uh, whereas the royal family was like, inclusion's bad for the brand. We are the. Uh, fucking i don't yankees i'm the yankees the new york yankees you can't have like facial hair it's just some weird shit like if you're a yankee it's some other sure it's gotten better but it used to be like you shave and you comb your hair yeah i used to work for whole foods and they you had to wear black socks if you didn't have black socks it was an issue um wow so you'll be hearing from me (laughs) Um, Nike kid had a um, a woman who worked for Nike. Her son was a shoe broker. <laughs> Whoops! Uh, <laughs> Whoops! I look. If you're asking me, Neil, have you ever been sent Nikes and then took them to undefeated flight club? Nah, not me. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Take them to undefeated. Take them to flight or take them to flight club make it quick what yeah. happened was the truth is i w- was given an incredible pair of uh jordan 11s in red we'll go ahead and pop that up the burgundy yeah 
Ooh, the red ones. The velvety? No, actually it was the sevens. Sorry. Yes, all red. And I gave them to Jamar Neighbors. And he took them to No, flight. and then I went to Flight Club the next day and uh-huh. saw that they were worth $750. And I was like, I got to call Jamar. <laughs> I got to get that. I gave the Jamar. kid a stimulus package. And uh, meanwhile, I was sitting on seven fifty. I didn't even know it. Um, so I think after that, I brought in a pair, and I don't remember. Wait, you took them back? I didn't take them from Jamar. Sometimes Jordan would send me shoes, just off the muscle, uh, just because I work. I did shit with them. Yeah, I know. Um, and so they would send me like, you know, nice. Yeah, no, I know. But I some it. of the here's the thing about Jordan. Some of them are like fucking four pounds each. They're not. They're not all comfortable. They're not comfortable. They're really like boots. One of the ones that you, you we use for Blake Blake's credit. Yeah, they're so cool looking, but I can't. I can only wear them if I'm not going to be moving a lot. Yeah, I have to walk briskly. They're like uh, gravity boots, basically. Yeah, like Like moon shoes. Yeah, you're like if you need to lose weight quickly, you'll (laughs) wear them. Um, you'll put on your um, your Martin Lawrence coma suit and your Jordans and fucking. I like to used to do the joke on the champs that Martin Lawrence, the only guy in the world who ever caught a coma, <laughs> <laughs> caught a coma. He put on one of those workout suits and caught a coma. Wait, is this a real story? Yeah, Martin Tell was me. in a coma. No, I know that, but he what happened? was running. And he was, you know, when like fighters will wear like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. They're like plastic and they keep you. They make you sweat. They make you sweat like crazy. Martin was trying to lose weight and uh, wore one of those and uh, caught a coma. That's a rude photo. Um, That's... Emerges from coma. Yeah. In 99. This is 22 years ago. That's how old I am. <laughs> I remember when Martin. In fact, how old am I? Martin caught a coma, and you know who had to do all the press for him? Dave Chappelle for blue for the movie Blue Streak. Dave had to do like had to just oh fill God. in for him. Shit Damn. happens. It's a living long, legends. It's a long, it's a long living thing. legends. Um, Papa John. Uh, this hit close to home because Papa John's trying to stop saying the N word. That was so. How could they come up with this? It was so. It's so, so weird. Like I'm trying to get rid of. What are you fucking talking about? You got to think about it. You, Dog. Eighteen months. Were, how often were you? Are you? Is he? Is he? Does he? Is he a rapper? Is he? He got. Is he part is of the he monarchy? Making a mixtape? What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. Is he? How? I thought you were. I don't know. You were Lord Papa. <laughs> This is why I don't fuck with Papa John's. But uh, by the way, I think Shaq owns it now. I thought that was Papa Murphy. What are you talking about? Shaq owns Papa, Papa John's. Yeah. And if you think he's ever called Shaq the N-word, there's no. <laughs> I bet Shaq's like, who are you? In what context could you possibly be using the N-word? Seeing that the guy who just took over your company is technically... To um, some. Well. Uh, all right. And now we'll talk about Dalia quickly. Do we have a song? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we need a uh, segment 
We need a song called We're Gonna Talk. I mean, you want to talk. It's really the trouble in the winter. circle. Hit it. In the winter circle. I'm dreading talking about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, because I gave him... First of all, you read the charges. It it feels like a long time ago. Mm. Uh, just because I had a big weekend. But maybe I'd like... <laughs> what? No. I just had a long... Meaning the charges came out against him last week. Right. It just... The lawsuit. Yeah, everything um, feels like so long ago. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I I wanted to believe that uh, someone I knew wouldn't do shit like that, and it I again it's all allegedly, um, but I just didn't it it you know I didn't I wasn't reading the suit like rolling my eyes, I was reading it going like yeah that that's very possible. Uh, and I'm assuming there's some kind of proof. Um, the it's I feel bad for the woman, and I feel I feel uh, I got to a place with with Chris because I I don't want to say that I did ayahuasca this weekend but let's be honest look at this look at this wristband and tell me I didn't do ayahuasca I got a crazy wristband yeah um, but I got to a place of empathy meaning he must be incredibly scared just straight up like he must be incredibly scared and uh and i'm not saying like i i i'm that's in no way to belittle i like feel bad for the woman and i feel uh empathy for chris for being most likely terrified mm. just as like a person it's a bad feeling uh yeah. whatever you did like i happen to be like i I'm, I'm gonna be a bad podcast for the next 10 minutes because i am when it comes to that, I'm like very, I'm in a, uh, ayahuasca is like an empathy fucking charge. So I'm just, I just got like, I just ate the oh, empathy speak coins. On it. Speak and, on it. um, and I just have empathy for the situation he finds himself in. And I, then you get into if he did it, is that the kind of person he is? Or is it a thing that, uh, he got caught up in? Which is another kind of ayahuasca thought of like right. what uh, not what are we responsible for, but I just feel bad that he if he did the stuff in the case, it's a bad way to be. Um, it is you have the power and you have, but it's a negative fucking impulse. Um, and so I have empathy in that regard, and uh, the difficult thing when somebody you know is accused of something, it's. You can either be loyal and potentially look stupid, which you could say I look stupid, um, or you can be uh, kind of 
uh, spineless mm-hmm. and just assume it's true. And like, ah, uh, I know nothing and I'm assuming it's true. And I'm, and it's a, it's, uh, we're all in a bad position. Anyone who knows them is in a bad position. Cause then I have to decide and I don't want to be either. I don't want to be a fucking loyal moron or a spineless, uh, um, I don't know what you call it. Like believing any accusation against any friend. Right. It's a shitty position. Uh, the other thought I had was I would like to. It since COVID, I've realized I need to be. I obviously like love comedy. Right. Been pretty clear about that. <laughs> uh, love comedy. Love comedians and i need to be more discerning about giving human beings funny human beings comedy credit for giving them human credit for being funny Mm. when some people like seth's a fucking prince of a person he he said he's the one who said i love you first (laughs) so that's he's not whatever so i guess i just it's like one of those things like as an adult man i have to be like huh i gotta be um intelligent about who i give credit to or you know what i mean like i I, but i don't know to do over i guess i would just say nothing with chris with delia maybe the like tweets I think yeah. the tweets were just like maybe for every side better to not yeah. throw your hat in. Well, if you, if only you told me. <laughs> if only someone named Binky told you mm. not to do that. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, you know, just because sometimes no matter who it is, no matter what the situation is, something just need to it, it's something that you're not d- directly connected to. Yeah need to just breathe yeah so and especially when it was so charged and was happening on twitter and there was so much like updates and i will say i'm like allergic to lynch mobs like i just fucking i it's like that was why you have to but yeah you have to fucking know that this is true right and that's what triggered you? You were yeah. trying. Listen, you're Neil's defense. Yes. He was trying to be a good. He was trying to do what he would want someone to do for him. Yeah. But the problem is, there's so many. That is like the type of argument that they say. You know, well, it's, it's, it's their worst fucking. It's the it's it's bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's it, like bringing a bringing a like. Wait a second to a let's go. Yeah, there's no way you did a all things considered, and there's no way to yeah. do an all things considered. Yeah, it's no, it's the the lowest hanging fruit. And right. I'm like, guys, you know, there's higher fruit. Right, and there's just it. You can't. You just have to let it. Yeah, it has a it's a bell curve. It mm-hmm. will get worse, and then at some point, it just won't be as intense. And then you can do something if you want. But yeah, but uh, yeah, but I. Uh, the problem is you would I don't want, want someone my to come friends, to your... Yeah, it's like, I don't want my friends to... to do that, If but. somebody was like, I would... Well, first of all, I, if somebody... If Seth... If I got into a um, scandal, Seth would actually... Uh, he would not... He would call me, but he wouldn't... 
Would he, but he, would he, he tell you I love you? Yeah, of course. Uh, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't. But you can't ask people to do say, that. I, that's what I'm saying. Is I'm like I you hope people do it. It's like, but at the same time, I also know that I would. I would like to think if I was in one of those problems that I would say to people like, "Take this gun. You got to go." Like I, I'm, 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 I've toxic. got a bunch of shit I'm about to eat, and I don't want to get this on you. Like, like I, the, the, zom- the zombie bit me. Yeah. Like, like I, I'm going to go You got to get the fuck out of here. So you would, but th- I'd like, again, I'd like to think I would. I don't know if you would. Uh, tell people to get the fuck out. No. Cause you do love a loyal bitch. Well, how would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't, you wouldn't want to like abandon the ship. No, of course not. But I, but I get that people have bigger fucking, I wouldn't be mad at, I'd be like, you have a fucking franchise you're yeah. in charge of. Like, I'm not going to be okay, like, is you it more, need to. Is it more important to have Leverage behind- that. For me, <laughs> what's more important? Okay. Your job that pays you millions of dollars a year or me? Would it be more important to have people behind the scenes support and say nothing in the public or even though let's say they had evidence and they knew it was totally false you are that your past life's coming to fruition falsely accused of murder mm-hmm. but would you care if just because at some point it would be a friend watching you go down it's like yeah but sorry. i what choice did i have but would you be okay with that i would like to think i would be I would like to think I would be. Okay. But I'll also tell you this. I I met, I sent Dalia a voice memo just saying I wish you strength on Saturday. So like while I, you were on ayahuasca? No, I wasn't on it. <laughs> but the message occurred like, to me. I'm here the from Celestial Court. Chris, they I stole my phone back. <laughs> No, but I, I, I'll tell you as a human being, that's a very scary situation he's in. And uh, just as it was what Louis was in was scary and what the people I know that were in were scary. And and uh, and also the situation that they put the potentially allegedly put the people, the women in also scary. And if I knew them, I I would like to think I would have sent them a voice memo Saturday as well. <laughs> I think you would have. You look at me. You know I would. Have. I know. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, I mean I don't I it's it's a real it's a uh we're gonna go it's quadruple bummer. It's a super duper duper bummer. Superfecta bummer. Superfecta? Is there yes. does that sound better? Quadrifecta maybe. Quadra Quadrophenia. Quadrophenia. <laughs> um, uh, it's just a really bad. You know, yeah. Sarah talked about this a lot when Louis got his stuff. Is she's like, "What do you do?" I've known the guy for twenty five years. He's one of my closest friends. I don't want to not be friends with him. He, I still have all those. You know. Uh, memory it's you know it's the it's like uh, erica badu talked about bill cosby she's like that guy's a, an amazing contributor to uh 
black life, human life, American life. Yeah. Uh, it's atrocious what he did, but but I'm trying to have empathy. So I'm, pardon me, you guys, if I'm white, wh- white Badu. No. <laughs> I'm a white Badu. Um, no, but that's the, like, that's the, that's what, you know, you want to get to it. Yeah. I think it's ironic that my ayahuasca bracelet is now this being whole coming conversation. It, my ayahuasca bracelet's trying to trying get away from this conversation. <laughs> it's like, he doesn't deserve <laughs> us. Um, He's been trying to tighten his bracelet yes, the entire time. Since this whole, not a nervous affect at all. Not at Make all. no mistake. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So those are my, those are my feelings about, about, um, Chris is that I I wish him strength and uh, it's a scary situation and I wish the uh, young woman uh, strength also. So I guess cancel me. <laughs> Anything? Anything to add? I was just listening, taking it all in. <laughs> No, I know, but what do you? Why do you feel like I feel like you're like I'm digging myself a hole or something? No, I think you're. No, I. No, I think that's you thinking that. Okay. I'm just like you're his friend, and we've talked about him on the podcast, and you did have some sort of involvement. So I'm just honestly, I'm active listening to what would. What it's like to be in your particular position, you know, like, obviously yeah, I, we don't... I will say I don't feel uh, I don't feel um, like I betrayed women. And no. I think that was the accusation, like when I wrote those tweets, I don't believe that. Oh, I didn't think that yeah. at all. Well, uh, you're not gonna believe this. People on Twitter, did. <laughs> the right. great people of Twitter. Uh, I just think that. You from I don't know. There's some people who don't talk about it at all that are his friends. There's some people that do a little bit. And I just, it's just interesting. Like I've said before, it's like, uh-huh. it's hard to have empathy yes, while you're, he's, now he's using it. Now he's using mouth. his mouth. The ladies okay. know what I'm talking about. Um, I think now's the perfect time to talk about oral sex. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, no, it just, it's like, there's, like we said before, there's no real blueprint for yeah. anybody, whether you, there's an accusation, if something's happened to you, if you're getting accused of something, yeah. friends of all these people. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think the social media aspect of how to navigate through these yeah. things, you know, before we have, let's put in laws so people can get due process. Mm-hmm. But there's no rules or even uh, guidelines or even just uh, like a culture of giving people due process in yeah. the day of social media, even what whatever side you're on or whatever position you play. So hearing you as like a friend of or an associate of that someone has made a statement in the past, you know, when... Just your reaction to it is interesting. So, well, I'm trying to be uh, consistent in some way. And the good thing about being old is that I don't. I'm like, what are you gonna like? It is nothing. I, this is between me and me. 
it just is a whole it unfortunately there are real lives and you know trauma yeah. at risk but on some weird level it feels it just sometimes it just kind of feels like a weird experiment like mm -hmm. okay now this now add this element yeah. in how does how does she react yeah. how does she does it make her less she's more accessible what if someone finds her? you know i don't know yeah. it's just him I, it, the whole thing is very i just it's weird honestly uh it's new it's new so it feels weird it's new it's a new thing in human history it's a new like there's just another, social media it's another check and balance so it's a so. new media new form of communication and a new set of laws it's a new set of laws that we're not all familiar with and everyone is like we're all kind of running through a minefield yeah not really but so when someone steps in one place it's like whoa yeah. that is can't do that yeah. and we get it okay yeah we saw how it plays out from this side yeah. of things you know it's so i don't know it just it's it's funny you see people like this has nothing to do with the delay thing but you see people calling out you know we all get together and we'll call out a person for racist behavior mm -hmm. And then the person who called out the racist also has racist uh -huh. behavior. So it's just we get to see, like, I think if there wasn't social media, Karen's and social media go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. I don't think Karen, quote unquote, would have come about without social media and uh, monitor, like, the, right, the ability to record. Something you if something against something, it's Karen's are like in the eye of the beholder. Basically. Well, no, I just mean that we have a new part of our culture with um, social media. So we have Karen's came from social media. If social media didn't exist, let's say it just yeah. we developed a different way with technology. That wouldn't have been a thing. We Without all were like, media, there's an it's a, it's a funniest home video. <laughs> it's America's Funniest Home Video. It's a blooper. Right. So it's a uh, blooper and a practical joke. I used to love blooper shows. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. I'm like, blooper all, shows they, were all so of them funny. were of Alfonso Ribeiro. Alfonso. Everyone was like, we we told the warm up guy at Fresh <laughs> right. Prince to do something crazy. Right. <laughs> it's all that. Watch Alfonso react. Uh, no, so it's just a new thing. It's yeah. just a new. It's a new technology, and also the it's a new. Uh, expectation of men when it comes to women that yeah well yeah in this specific thing but i also thought when he was really booming like 10 years ago i feel like we're gonna have like psychological conditions that are gonna be like let's say in 20 30 years we're gonna have labels for a lot of things that we're just now experiencing you know what i mean yeah so that that uh yeah I, it'll be it, it will they'll realize at a certain point like this is fucking bad <laughs> yeah that's like dog this shit's bad this social media shit is bad they'll I'm have rules you can't have likes or we can't do this because yeah. it like you know it just takes a while and we're in the it's like when people were, were playing around with x-rays put your face it in it it was fun though <laughs> Neil oh, was alive fun. you know madam Carey was a friend <laughs> I went to the premiere of x-rays <laughs> um <laughs> Um. Anyhow, I feel like so, we did it all. So that yeah, we did all of our lists. Let's go to some emails. Will it's time to check that email. Emails. Hey, Neil and Bianca, it's Mitch from Mississippi. 
So it means nothing to me. Go ahead, keep, keep going. Problem with the mask, man. Like <laughs> I've been wearing a mask since March seventeenth last year. All these motherfuckers down here in Mississippi were like, "You're crazy. Ain't shit gonna happen." And I've been on point day one. And I'm really starting to have some serious fatigue with it. I'm like turn it it's almost like i've been brainwashed by these fuckers down here like it, they're starting to win me over <laughs> it's, it's tough man i'm having a tough time <laughs> like with it. fucking uh, having a blast sounds like you're having a blast just want to get your guys thoughts opinions anybody else going through this kind of thing like where you just like come on man i've been doing right this whole time and you fuckers <laughs> fucked it all up now the vaccine's out give me a break <laughs> so what nil Phil and Pinky, yeah. thank you, thank you guys, love you. I wish. I think the only thing I would have added to that that uh, email is uh, him saying, "I'll tell you what." I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm having a heck of a time with this mask. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I, 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 <laughs> wear a fucking mask. It's not that hard. I I can't believe the amount of. I, we, I've been talking about it for a year. How what fucking babies people are about all everything like no i think so i wanted to do a joke but uh, i think somebody did a version of it but like people if there was a world war now the amount of complaining people would do like i'm stationed in i know fucking germany man Ugh, my buddy's in hawaii foot. i got trench foot i got trench foot no you don't that's the athlete's foot oh it feels i got it in trenchy. trench though it feels trenchy <laughs> um so i don't wear it man it's he, yeah it's it, it's tiring it's a you know what you also well might happen uh if you wear it long enough you forget you're wearing it that's what i found yeah where i forgot kaluuya forgot he was wearing it yeah it was weird he was he I realized he came home. Oh. And he and still called had you it on. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um he's from Mississippi, so he might be wearing it. Kaluuya, that's a weird uh, accent. No, no. Uh, no Our caller. Yes. Uh so he might be wearing it 24/7. I mean, we don't know what he's talking about. It sounded like he was wearing it more than most people. I didn't get that. Really? I just he's like sick of it. I, yeah, I'm sick of it too, technically. But I'd be. I don't mind. But the mask. it's not, uh, uh, you know, like a viral infection kind of sick. It's just it's sort of annoyed, kind of sick, and like tired of it. I don't get the like mask. I like the mask. I, I will. I gotta say, I like the mask. In you know what the mask places. has done? It's 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 made a. Uh, it's made with women. It's made a couple fives into sevens and eights. <laughs> And we, some of us grew up on America's Next Up model, and it's called Smizing. Yeah. Which is called Smiling with Your Eyes. I this is how, trust, oh, please. Okay, By sorry. the way, little. Uh, Do you have sex with uh, Tyra? No, co created by Kenya Barris. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know that. You didn't? I didn't until like recently, and then I'm always like, ah, that's. Ken Mock, Kenya Barris. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, it's funny. All the uh, with the masks and the fake eyelashes out here, it works. Yeah, it's. I'm surprised when I get hit on with my mask. Uh, it's like as a guy, can you tell if a girl's attractive? You can. Yeah, I mean, if you do this, you have nice eyes. Like, thank you. I, uh, I it pains me to say it. 
Oh, um, it pains me to say it, but no, but like if you, a girl has nice symmetrical eyes and like a nice mask, like a nice Nancy Pelosi style <laughs> mask, forget it. I It's boner city. Do you still get, do you notice you can't see her whole face or do you still get that no, guy girl thing? No, I've thing where I'm, the guy girl thing? Just like the, she's hot. Yeah. Like a mask, I'll like bit, nose, I'll no bounds. I'll make my sexual yeah, energy yeah. available. I'll open that up. I open up a chest of sexual energy. You re- you, you take off the can mask. Of, can of sexual energy whoop ass. Um, can of sexual energy um, You take off the mask. She has an enlarged that's mouth. The that's mouth happened. is not uh, as... Just not a good jaw. Not that's, yeah. It's all happened. Look, I've been through it all wow. over this the gamut. Um, yeah. And so, you just... Uh, and- you just say uh, you get a fake phone call and you get out of there. <laughs> you say Seth's calling and they come. go, Seth, Seth Myers. He loves me, damn it. He loves me. So just uh, bear with it, Stay sir. Stay strong, Mississippi. Bear with it. But I, like I've been doing a lot this week. I send you strength and I send you empathy. Well, you know what? Neil has ones which... Now, you gave me and Will some. Neil, they make you look like a duck. Mm-hmm. So I don't love them. I feel like Mother Goose a little, but very comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I bought a box and they scratched my nose up. <laughs> so I might have some of those if you guys need them. They're better looking. They're, the, they're better looking. <laughs> I'll explain what I was about to say. Will, what else? Goodbye. You've got mail. Hey, guys. Came to the show for Neil. Stayed for Bianca's charm and the lovely dynamic the two of you share. I'm 24 and has been recently told has persistent depressive disorder. Sure. Um, And I wanted to hear your thoughts on the guilt that comes with depression. Um, I have memories of, you know, experiencing depression all my life, but I have, I uncontrollably compare my life to those who I believe have had it much worse. Um, I've, I feel like I have a similar relationship with depression as Neil, but, you know, without the abuse that stems from it. Um, I've recently been taking Zoloft um, and big, worried once the quote, honeymoon phase of Zoloft ends, what am I to do with all this guilt I have for taking it in the first place and what to do if secretly taking a pill every night just isn't cutting it. Uh, love you guys. Love the show. God bless. Well, um, since millions of people listen to podcasts, it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> um, the, I mean, I, you know, I, the guilt, I, I don't know if I never felt, I never felt that much guilt about it. A lot of people, I know friends that were so, um, uh, offended when it was suggested to them by the therapist and just was like, no, I well, don't that's that. the, that's were they white. Yeah. Because I think there's more, obviously, more of a stigma in the black community. Like, white people, thankfully, have Woody Allen (laughs) to look up to. I think it's more... In many ways. (laughs) He Um, is an icon in so many departments. I think it was more, uh, I can handle, like, I don't need... Yeah, it's I ain't no bitch. Yeah. It's I ain't no bitch. Uh, I, you guys know that I have no problem saying I'm a bitch. Um, And... So I don't, I, that you do feel like a failure for having depression. You do feel like what's wrong with me. Mm. So, uh, but that's not guilt. Guilt to me would be, uh, why do I have this and other people don't? Meaning I have an advantage 
here. Um, and that, that, yeah. Um, yeah, guilt is guilt, a weird. I word. don't think that's the right word. Or he's saying he compares himself to uh, people the, worse, people than, worse him. than him. Yeah, but that's, you know, lighten up on that's, yourself. That's, uh, that's also like immutable and not helpful because somebody's always got it worse. Yeah. So, and, you know, just lighten up on your, like, don't go so hard on yourself. Like, you're taking a pill that helps you. Yeah. So, and you, it's not like you're taking it recreationally. <laughs> you're lucky that you have access to it. Yeah. You live, you're lucky to live in a Western country, but I don't think you're popping nine, 10 of them a day. And it's not like Xanax where it's making you like, I'm just fucking zonked right. on Zoloft. And also, I don't think anybody who's taking a, de- a antidepressant is feels like they have, they're killing it. You know what I mean? No, I yeah, that's. that's a- I will say that there's always a thing where people want you to get off them. Like I've gotten off anti, I've gotten off Zoloft since I started taking ayahuasca, and and have you uh, felt the need to go back on? No. Cool. It right, but. I don't think there's, I don't, I guess it's better, but like I said, I always saw it as, as, um, like having high cholesterol or something that you just can't control. But sometimes people have bad side effects. I mean, pills have side effects. So I think that's the, I feel like you didn't have that bad of side effects. I would, I would just, my only side effect is I fucked too good. Wow. Give him that D, Neil. Give him that D. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you I got what. so I got I'm out here fucking. No, I that I didn't really have many side effects. So uh don't feel guilty. Feel better. Hi, I'm Neil Brennan. And wow. you know, when you've got wow. hooks the way I've got hooks, uh we'll go to the next one, please. Goodbye. Sir. You've got mail. Oh, now it's up to us to read them. Okay. Hey, Binkles and Crinkles. I love it. I don't know what that means, but I'm offended. The holidays have come and gone, and I meant to write this email in a more time-appropriate manner, but I've been busy doing other stuff. Fair enough. I'm an American Rude. male and live in the in a first-world East Asian country. Pretty cool job, which is ran, which has a random work schedule, and I sometimes have stretches of free time, which is, you may have guessed it, very conducive to dating multiple women at the same time. I hadn't guessed that. Um, some relationships have, have a bit of closeness. Others are more physical in nature. I'm sure you know the deal. I'm being as vague as possible so as not to get myself an invite to the Dry Snitch Olympics. (laughs) The 2020 Olympics may be in question, but the Dry Snitch Olympics committee does not sleep. (laughs) These kids got a a real wit to them. We like it. Um, With some fortuitous breaks last holiday season, I was able to navigate the holidays fairly smoothly. I don't personally like societal mandated uh, gift giving like Valentine's Day, but Christmas is special to me at least back home in the States. However, in a country that recently adopted a facsimile of Christmas from the West, being expected to do traditionally Christmas things here feels a bit disingenuous and irks me on some level. So I didn't spend a lot of money on anything like that uh, and just did uh, small but thoughtful gifts for the girls who I actually want, uh, the girls I actually have a good connection with. The girls who I have a mostly physical relationship with didn't get me anything and I didn't get them anything, which seems very reasonable to me. With all that being said, I'm wondering if Neil and Bianca has ever gone through a holiday season while seeing multiple partners, and if so, how did you go about it? What pinkles, thinkles, and how crinkles, finkles? <laughs> Fucking kid. Uh, Bianca, you're go, go ahead. Um, 
I don't see, I've dated multiple guys at the same time, but I don't, I'm not fucking multiple guys at the same time. So I don't know if that's the same definition. I'm the opposite. I've fucked multiple people at the same time, but haven't dated multiple people. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shout out to Patrice O'Neill for that joke construct. Um. So when he said... I have it's a like, very funny uh, text update from something we talked about on the show. Someone I dated texted me about. Uh, give me a keyword. Uh, uh, avoidant. Okay. So, so when he says here, I this thoughtful gifts for the girls I actually have a good connection with, and then the girls that it's mostly physical. So he's out here relationship and fucking mm-hmm. a little bit. That's a little weird. I feel like you have a connection with one and you're fucking a few or, or you know, for a guy at least. I like what a really, uh, like, I, I don't, you're getting know. like, like into it. You ever, but you ever be like, you ever be connected to somebody physically? Like it's good sexual chemistry to the point where it feels like, uh, very connected. Yeah. Okay. So should you get that person a present? But it's Even only physical. Even if you're physical. not social, yeah, it's only physical, but it's it's anointed. <laughs> Stupid. Um, yeah. Nah, I, I mean, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm. I'm not a gift giver. I'm like a. I'm a random gift giver. I love a random unsolicited. I'm like I'll get if I have. You're stuff. a gift giver I'm of a your giver own away. shit. Giver, like, gift take this. Away. Get take this out of here. <laughs> It's hostile with yeah, me. Also. It's, it's not hostile. It's, it's no way loving whatsoever. <laughs> There's no emotion behind it at all. Um, yeah, I just I, I I'm hung up on multiple girls out that he has a good connection with giving all, them all gifts, and then there's the second tier that he's just kind of yeah. Fucking. I don't think you need to tier them, and I also think uh, little thoughtful things are as helpful or as positive as a big as a Lexus. Uh, but I do not do holiday stuff with someone no. I'm not uh, more serious about. I was no talking to somebody you. recently who was celebrating a birthday and a Valentine's Day. They were near each other, and he he was like, uh, he's like, I gotta not talk to any of the women I'm talking to for like a week. Oh, it was his. It was his birthday, and it was her Valentine's Day, of course, because it's for the ladies. Yeah, of course. And he had to like withdraw completely, just because he's like, I can't. It wasn't. He wasn't serious enough with any of the women mm. to be like. He didn't want them to know it was his birthday, and then like, what do we do? And then yeah. you have to be like, ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny. I, that just made me think of if you're dating. Like Valentine's Day is hell. Mm-hmm. If you're casually dating, Valentine's Day is, oh my god. Yeah, it's, it's like a heavy. It's a heavy. It's just not worth it. It's the for some reason as a culture we've decided to have a what are we conversation mm-hmm. as a holiday. Mm-hmm. So it's terrible. Yeah. What are we day? What are we yeah. day? Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's not good. Now the text I got <laughs> okay go. was from a. And woman avoidant. I dated who listened to the podcast oh, and we were talking about the the thing of dating someone and it's like dating someone with avoidant personality uh, or connection uh, attachment style it's like 
go into uh, Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory. Factory and they don't give you right, a, the buzzer. a nub. They don't give you a, bu- a nub, a buzzer nub. And she texted me and she's like, was that, were you talking about me? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then she wrote, Failed. by the way, that's exactly what it's like to date you. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, huh. Okay. That's weird though on her. She's like, were you talking about me? Yeah. Okay. Cause, Cause I'm talking like about you. you. <laughs> yeah. I think she was like, are you projecting? And I was like, no. Oh. And she's like, okay. Cause it's, you're talking about yourself. Yeah. Well, you admitted you're avoidant, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm an avoidant. I love that description. Yeah. It's great. It's perfect. Like, come. I, the restaurant's still open. Your table's been ready. Just, you know. It was ready. You yeah. just. I just got busy reason. with uh, putting ketchups in other ketchups. I had to do roll-ups. I had to do roll-ups. <laughs> Gang. Gang. <laughs> Miss. Goodbye. You've got me. I moved to California from the Philly area 10 years ago and got involved in the nonprofit world. I currently live and work in San Francisco, mostly supporting isolated seniors. Oh. Um, oh that's nice. But my work also extends into working with ever-growing uh, with our ever-growing homeless community. As the level of wokeness continues to move further and further left, I find myself censoring myself more and more. My joke about uh, my pronoun being a B-flat played on a baritone saxophone no longer gets used. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, that's a good joke that I don't quite get, but I, it but is I, a good joke. It's, there's a joke um, I was at a conference on harm reduction, and there was an organization sharing information about harm reduction and pregnant women. Basically, they were applying harm reduction instead of focusing on stopping uh, drug use completely, focusing on how to use within uh, with this, uh, to the least amount of harm oh. to drugs, to mothers who were using drugs while pregnant. They basically had uh, prepared a pamphlet on how pregnant women could use hard drugs more safely during pregnancy. Now, harm reduction has proven to be effective in a lot of ways, but I felt like this was taking things a little far. Uh, if you're only risking harm to yourself, it's one thing, but when you... Add a child in, I think it's quite different. Uh, I feel like we should be telling pregnant women, don't use meth, crack, heroin, etc. while pregnant, as your baby will be fucked up. I feel like we should be able to just tell people not to do things instead of constantly trying to meet them where they are uh, when their behavior is becoming more and more extreme. What's the next pamphlet? You shouldn't molest your kids, but if you do, here's how to fuck them up the least. Well, if you've got the <laughs> printer, why not? Um, if we keep moving the standard further and further, doesn't society just self-destruct at some point? I feel like San Francisco is a good, good example of a city gone too far left and its regular citizens suffering because of it. I'm curious about both of your opinions on how we reign in our wokeness before we start to feel so awake that psychosis sets in. Uh, P.S. Neil has worn the bird noise meditation headband thing. Or have you worn it on ayahuasca? If not, I think it's a missed opportunity. Have yeah. it. Yeah. Haven't, but I did kind of wear my um, my Fitbit, and my heart rate was consistent. Oh, not through the roof. No, interesting. No, um, yeah, I don't. I, I, uh, should you tell? This reminds me of your friend's book. Yeah, the assumption is that people are going to do. Just because you say don't doesn't mean that they're going to yeah. listen to you. So I think it's this is a mitigating thing. Yeah. I, I It's horrible. But, and But if you're – I'm not saying give them crack. I'm not saying give them heroin. I'm not saying give them the, the, the um, chemical. I'm just saying 
it's better than abstinence. That's abstinence is no sex education. That's what that's what he's kind of going like. Should we be telling kids how to fuck? Right. What do you what are the options? They're fucking. She's using. I mean, is there should you get them into rehab? Absolutely. Should you get them into a program? Absolutely. But it's not a realistic approach because yeah. that's like one how you know, we punish drug users. Mm-hmm. They still come in. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's more than just like, oh, you know, that I got that punishment worked. It's like, no, nah, it's an addiction. It's a, it's its own thing. So I'm not surprised that San Francisco has a harm reduction thing. I think, I don't know. I kind of don't think it's bad. It's just really sad and tricky. It's like a tricky it's thing. A, it's, yeah. But, but it's, I don't think but it's bad. That's the, that's the. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I Obviously, when you put it into like molesting kids and da, 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 but. You can take that, like, you can take new age help or different ways of helping people. You can take out whatever the thing is you're helping and put in something worse. Yeah. And and it kind of ruins the whole thing. But I, yeah, I, it's also just abstinence does not work. It ends up, A, they, it makes it worse because people feel like they're, well, yeah. I'm already fucking, why even wear a condom? You know what I mean? Like I'm already uh, breaking the rule, so I it's good. I might as well go for broke. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then like don't think of what I mean. It here is if you just take out uh, drug addicted pregnant mothers and you put in child molesters, like it's never gonna feel good. Yeah, you know. Um. So it, you the know, child like, molesters would feel pretty good. I think. <laughs> Or like wife beater, you know, beat yeah. your wife. Don't ruin the yeah. face. Yeah. So it's under just, the where people can't see the marks. Right. So just you know, what yeah. can you do? Um. Yep. Uh, Goodbye. Now you've got mail. HNF and WBT about our treatment for treatment resistant depression. Uh, after a car accident over five years ago, my son's traumatic brain injury has led to a deep and treatment-resistant depression, which is common in TBI sufferers, about 60 to 70 percent. Since he's been, since since he has tried several medications, SSRIs, etc., and therapy, CBT, and uh, much better results with DBT over the years, uh, with minor improvement, would your next stop be TMS, ketamine, psychedelics, or ayahuasca? This is like a Neil Brennan game show. Yeah, really. Um, (laughs) What should he do next? (laughs) Uh, has TBI, I'm sorry, his TBI has similar symptoms as seen in the HBO Real Sports video you referenced, short-term and long-term memory loss with depression. About four years after not even smoking pot before, I started microdosing LSD and found many benefits and decided to have a full-dose experiment, which has been key to improving all aspects of my life, allowing us to move to San Diego. Wow. Well, well, well. Moving on up. Well, well, well. Exodus, my ass. People are out here doing LSD and fucking charging into California. (laughs) Uh, I know you're not a doctor. You don't know that. But we've been through so many. We feel we could benefit from your firsthand experience. Thanks so much for all the laughs and insights. Feelers since day, since episode one, really. Um, I would suggest TMS or ayahuasca. Those are the two things that TMS had. That's transcranial magnetic stimulation. That's very helpful. I've had it twice. 
And then ayahuasca, of course, uh, if you want to wear wristbands. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, like I think I would ayahuasca recommend. I would recommend ayahuasca to pretty much everybody. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, I'm the, the star child. In fact, you want to know what I did today? Told my mom about it. You want her? I don't want her to do it. I just wanted oh. her to know. Oh, well, how was she like? Oh, no, she was. It's a it's a long story. But my sister had a babysitter who was that my mom and sister and uh, kids loved. And she moved and she's like and she was Brazilian. And before she moved, she was like, you know why you guys like me? I do ayahuasca every weekend. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. So my mom's like, what? So it, my mom has some experience with it as like, she called it a tea. So what she called it a tea, which it is. It is. I'm it's like, a cold brew tea. It's a hot tea that's called iced tea. It's an iced tea. It's Lipton's. It's basically Lipton's. Um, so she was fine with it. And then I also threw in like, you know, there's like the Christian element to it that is fake, but funny. Do you, would you, what if she was like, no, Neil, this is wrong. She, uh, she wouldn't. Or what if she the just The funny thing was, was I, it, it would not be in her best interest because the reason I called her was because it, the other night on ayahuasca, I felt connected to her. Really? Yeah. So you, I was like you calling felt- her to tell her like, hey, I'm connected. I felt very connected to you because of this tea. So you want to approve of this tea or not? It's a shakedown. <laughs> um, but she was she was with it. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Banks, day one, R.L. Stein and all that jazz. <laughs> uh, I can't believe this is my first email and feel free not to read this on the air. Uh, uh, the Oh, it's about Mr. Potato Head. Okay, go. Uh, the brand is changing its name from Mr. Potato Head to just Potato Head because they want it to be known they sell more than just the Mr. Potato Head line. They will still sell a Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head figure. I'm just sick of my conservative friends crying about cancel culture and the libs and getting worked up over this thing. That's another case where I didn't. I assumed I knew the story and just didn't know it at yeah, all. Yeah, we didn't know that. Yeah. Um, um, so. But also, doesn't it seem a little late if it's just marketing? It's a. It's, like, they're just changing the name of the company. No, no, I know. What I'm saying is they introduced Mrs. Potato Head so long ago. I don't know. Just a funny move right now. They're just changing it. It's like Instagram now is face Instagram by Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's it's nothing. Just it's so people no, but just so nothing. people know that they sell Mrs. Potato Head. It's just funny. No, that wasn't why they changed it. They changed it just to Potato Head, meaning they sell. It's they're probably getting into like potato babies and all that. <laughs> Honestly, like they're gonna get into like. Mashed potato. Mashed They're going to get all of it. It's They're grilled, baked. fucking Grill. sauteed, <laughs> au gratin. They'll get into... It's they're just going to so expand funny. the brand. It's that's all they're doing. Right. So that's a, that's, a, that's a point against the trans community. Goodbye. You've got uh, mail. Hey, I love the show. Blah, blah, blah. I love Bianca. Simply put, you're wrong about fat people. <laughs> this oh. is a good fat letter. <laughs> and it is um, fat with yeah, words. Oof, uh, this, the BMI on this letter... <laughs> pretty on this this uh this letter is morbidly long um uh and uh, simply put you're wrong about fat people their bmis and just about everything regarding the subject i am part of the small percentage of women you described in your last show who have a diagnosable medical issue that puts me outside of the normal bmi range i have pcos 
a hormonal disease that affects millions of women and it's hard to diagnose. I'm not a huge person, but if you don't have skinny PCOS, your body is literally fighting you to lose weight even if you don't eat. But I swear, uh, but I can't wear a sign for others to let them know I have a disease before they judge me. For someone who's struggled with depression, I'm very surprised that you would simply view the typical fat person as someone who is simply not disciplined. Um, I understand that you have attempted to clarify that it's just fat people who don't have diagnosable medical issues who should be ashamed, but their gluttony should not be written off as laziness. You and I and millions of others who battle clinical depression, she keeps bringing it up. She's using it against me. Um, know that finding treatments and doctors that could help us is a constant battle. Being an alcoholic is a constant battle. Having any mental health issues is a constant battle. It's off-putting, insensitive, and contradictory that you would judge an invisible mental health issue as something that you just have to work at some more. Um, uh, anyway, I just wanted to write in for your listeners who may have shed a tear or two when our issues are dismissed by someone who we know is intelligent and not judgmental about so many other subjects. Um, did I make you cry, baby? I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 oh, did I get to you? I'm kidding. Uh, you have no clue why someone decides to eat their seventh donut or yeah, they do because they're delicious. Uh, or why they would choose to ruin their metabolism while falling into those depressive episodes. On and on and on. She's basically just crying for empathy, which you've come on the right day. Uh-oh, here he goes. I got empathy um, for uh, my my obese brothers and sisters. Daniel. <laughs> Hold on, let me leave. Let me put this wristband. <laughs> this Put your wristbands in the air wristband. one time. Neil's different now. Um this is another fat letter. Uh, well, it's fine. Ketal Nardo with Bianca Caliente. Hey. Uh, active LSTNER. Neil, I That's don't nice. think fatness is solvable with shame or discipline. If shame worked, there'd be no fat people because fatness is super shameful. If discipline worked, I wouldn't be heavy because I am disciplined, accomplished, accomplishment-oriented motherfucker. There's a strong vein of compulsion and genetics at work, plus the reality that unlike alcohol or drugs, food is unavoidable. Uh, imagine if you walked into an AA meeting and told all the alcoholics that they would have to drink one beer at a time for the rest of their lives. Um, okay. Uh, I don't love the analogy, but uh, just it's, one it, beer, it right? How hard better. is that? Uh, <laughs> easy for you, maybe, and, and for me, but not for them. Uh, would it be fair to shame them and lecture them about discipline when they inevitably, whatever? Yes, I have empathy for you uh, if you're overweight, whether it is... What are the genetic? Here are my oh. empathy categories. Okay. <laughs> no, I have empathy for everybody. I don't believe you. I do. I. 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 Uh, I'm sorry that you're caught up in it, or I'm sorry that you're caught up in that habit, or I'm sorry that you have a genetic disorder, PCOS. Or you, I'm sorry that you're caught up in an unhealthy thing. It's a horrible podcast <laughs> when you talk like this. But it's sorry. Refreshing. Sorry, it's guys. Refreshing. It's empathy. Empathy. That's empathy for you. I, I'm sorry that you're going through that. I'm going to read this. Go. Hi, Jesus. It's really loud. Hi, Neil. Hi, Binky. L-S-T-N-E-R from Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, that's nice. Hope to see Neil in town in the future. I just won. 
warned. Okay. I was just warned and had my profile info deleted from a popular dating app that just went public for hate speech. In reality, I just expressed a feelery attitude that I'm not attracted to overweight people with the tag, sorry, not sorry. I think I'm being honest in an environment that doesn't allow discrimination for body type in the search algorithm. Uh, what do you think? We don't talk like that no more. <laughs> you came on the wrong day. Uh, no, I, I, it's uh, the obvious um, Someone comparison would be a woman saying I need a tall guy. Uh, or no shorties or whatever. No the, like, so, Right. They don't say it. They just live it. Yeah. Um, so just don't be a fucking asshole. You can just hit X instead of like, fuck you. Right. So, I mean, definitely don't uh, do start as a I podcast say, not yeah. as I do. Don't do it. I would never write no fatties on the thing. You would just. All right. You got to have giant cans. You would but I would just never. Respond. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Go ahead. Um, yeah. Just don't. Don't write that. You're being an asshole. It's not, you're not, it's not helpful. Um, whereas me, I use it as, it's like a philosophical argument I'm having. You're, sir, you're dealing at a low frequency. I'm at a high frequency. I, I wear wristbands. Uh, <laughs> goodbye. Uh, again, Star Child. Feel free to Star change Child. it. You've got Hello, mail. Neil and Banks. Be- I'm sorry, Beal and Nix. On the last episode, while Neil was making a very valid point about blues music, he briefly alluded to the Blues Brothers movie, and I wanted him to dig into that a little more. I'm a 44-year-old longtime fan of comedy, and I'm admittedly a few years shy of the era of early SNL and the Blues Brothers' initial relevance. That said, there's plenty of stuff from that era that I love and admire. However, I've literally never gotten the Blues Brothers' appeal, and to a lesser extent, John Belushi. The Blues Brothers in particular is painfully unfunny to me. Like, what is it even about? Some losers from Chicago that sing Motown cover songs and get in car chase a lot. I can watch some shit like Home Improvement, and while it's not my cup of tea, I can see why some people might like it. But with with the Blues Brothers, it still baffles me. Uh, now I I know how people are about their dead icons. So whatever I bring, so whenever I bring this up, it's met with at best a lukewarm response from people saying. What basically sums up to you had to be there because apparently John Belushi was some comedic genius. But man, I don't see it. Rest in power, King, though, of course. I realize that this is all opinion and personal taste, but I'm curious what Neil's taking the Blues Brothers and Belushi is. After all, you're a pro and a grizzled veteran at this humor shit. Not humor. It's more comedy. Humor is like uh, yeah. less funny. <laughs> um, so maybe you have some insight. Us laymen don't with things like this. Perhaps you can explain a nuance I'm missing here. How Neil feel and what Binks think because uh, people hated my blues point of view well, i didn't like it well, that's well i fine. said it yeah. i said i did but like, like it. people like fucking you know oh they're like it's fine we're all gonna be fine uh, it's like i it's like there's another one coming next week fellas you yeah it's just you, you know um it's not gonna affect the blues at all um <laughs> it's still like jazz that's it's still basically it still basically has to be supported by charitable foundations so you know it's good Enough about jazz. Um, uh, Jazz, uh, Belushi. No, I know. I'm. I just brought jazz into it. Um, Bring jazz into it to polarize people further. (laughs) Uh, Belushi. I actually told Lauren I didn't think Belushi was funny. Uh, He just did not do it for me. Okay. I didn't say it like, "Hey, man." (laughs) (laughs) I basically said what this guy's saying. Like, I watch Belushi, and it doesn't work on me. Mm. It's 
Farley to me is uh way sillier. Yeah. I'm way I'm very aware of Farley's like silliness. Yeah. And that Farley Farley's also, I think, fatter. So seeing him do a cartwheel right. feels like an optical illusion or something. Like, right. how the fuck are you doing that? With Belushi, mm, he just seems like not fat enough to be like pure a pure fat guy. Yeah. And um, though I do have empathy for him. <laughs> gotta say. Must be said. Uh, and the Blues Brothers are... There's shit in the Blues Brothers. There's like good jokes in the Blues Brothers. Like giving their address as Wrigley Field is a good joke. Like there's Nazis after them. That's funny. And, but it's mostly just minstrel. It's minstrel. Straight up. There's no other way to call it. It's just taking a black thing and white people doing it. I didn't even realize that the joke in the church is about black church. There's a joke where they're at church and then people start doing flips and like two years ago, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that seems like a joke about how good black church is. Uh, so you're not wrong, King. And uh, John Belushi, not funny. <laughs> no, I, he's, and, uh, he's funny. Goodbye. But even like he did a ja- The samurai was like a one. It was like, look at this white guy doing mm. a Japanese guy. He was just the the... He capitalized on that kind of like. Yeah, but he did it at like a higher intellectual level. Right. Uh, but it never. I get that he's a dynamic performer. I get that like talking with a scratchy voice and screaming. Mm. Blues Brothers. I remember the joke in the Blues Brothers where he eats. There's a joke where he's like quick impression and he eats a bunch of stuff. And he goes, what am I? And they go, what? And he pops his and he goes, is it? And I was nine and thought that's a bad joke Mm. people 19 it's the most successful r-rated comedy of all time right literally it's the most profitable movie of all time and i thought that's not a good joke (laughs) i don't fucking know it doesn't mean it It doesn't mean i was wrong it's a popular joke but in terms of like what's the premise (laughs) Neil, you feel your i mean honestly i was like i don't i don't know what did i say Oh, yeah, it's an animal house. Will. Wow, Will. Really? He's come- bringing the hammer down. Bring He's the hammer down. gunning for your spot yeah, the on the podcast. Yeah, joke in, the, in, in uh, Animal House. You know what's a good joke in Animal House? That date rape one. That's a gr- hell of a joke. I missed all this kind oh, of comedy Bianca, era. Bianca, honey, you got to go back. Um, there, the Animal House has got funny shit. They, at one point, a guy's playing acoustic guitar in on like the steps and like it's like just like fucking about guys who play acoustic guitar at parties and Belushi comes up and just smashes his guitar (laughs) which is fucking hilarious and the guys who wrote it are uh, Doug Kenny and and um, and I believe Harold Ramis who were great I do like those old school comedies that are funny signs of the times like I'm gonna get you sucka or these things where you do get this you know I don't know certain tropes that aren't i don't know that have been done to death already but it was yeah. kind of the first time they were being rock had a one. good i'm gonna get you sucker story the other day oh my god i love i'm gonna get you sucker that he we were talking he you know that one rib joke yeah <laughs> he did it in his act 
and he was doing it in his act and then Keenan wrote it into the script and Eddie was like, you know, that's Rock's joke. So they he's the only person in the movie that they flew out to be in the movie. Everybody else was local. But Keenan was like, I get I don't know if Eddie made him fly him out, mm. but he's like, you can't do that joke. Mm. Somebody else can't do that joke. No, I don't know if Keenan knew Chris did the joke. But I was confused there is like, okay, we have it's like smells like a Paco. Delicious. There's a person named Keenan in the story. It sounds like I fell down and hit my head. (laughs) And and uh, flip mode is the greatest. (laughs) Y'all, y'all. Yes, it's a. We have what we have here is a a a a case of the Paco (laughs) Delicious, an acute case of the Paco Delicious. Goodbye. Greetings, You've Bianca. got mail. D- Neil and always on cue. Will? Well, I don't know about always. But one, one oh, else. here's a great one. one okay, else. this is about potato head. Should have put it with the other potato head. Transgender yeah. Ellis listener here. Oh, now, nice. I could be wrong, by, but my understanding was the Mr. Potato Head company uh, under Hasbro is, is dropping the Mr. from the company name. Uh, the toys being sold are still Mr. and Mrs., there is going to be a new family set that is not gendered. Do I give a shit? No. Did some reporter hit the jackpot to get page views? Bet your ass they did. Mm. Is going to the bathroom a nightmare? <laughs> this is great. All of our questions answered. Yes, perfect. Sometimes it also does not help that a common medication to block testosterone prescribed for transgender women is a diuretic. Damn. So do I hold it till I get home? Uh, chance someone looking for a fight or end up being chased out on camera? That sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Uh, in your words, as someone that does not vis- visually read as a woman, you fucked up somehow. That's what they're she's not saying. She's saying as that person, mm-hmm. you fucked up. Uh, that's a very common sentiment by women within the trans community. My makeup wasn't good enough or I needed more surgery to pass as a cis woman. Uh, can I even afford it? Uh, do I even want to pass a cis? Uh, these are thoughts that practically never leave my mind. Interesting. Uh, then we will get attacked by someone misusing feminism to say we're practicing an outdated ultra-feminine lifestyle to hold back other women from equal rights or hijacking safe spaces. Just can't win some days. Is gender a thing going away? No. The concept of uh, organization paperwork, great. I love paperwork. <laughs> I fucking hate it. A uh, few more form options to fill out would be helpful, especially for non-binary individuals. Uh, the majority of people will skip those questions anyway, since it's not relevant for them. Bianca, you would a- just ask, quote, what are your pronouns without uh, preferred in the questions? Okay. Or like most of the time, we will correct you on what to use if we feel uh, it won't start a whole rant from who we are talking to. Uh, we are a tiny bit of the population and we disagree with each other on a lot of the concepts being debated by cisgender folks who don't bother asking for our input. Well, why would we? Um, if interested, there are a bunch of transgender, transgender subreddits. One could ask questions in to educate themselves. People there will do a much better job than this non-run-on mess I wrote. To the trans guys and non-binary pals who are never uh, brought into these talking points, stay strong, fam. Love ya. And I, when I read this first time, I didn't realize it was a dick. They end with, tell yeah. Dave I say hi. Yeah. You didn't realize it was I didn't realize. I was like, well, if it's a fucking, why, why are you bringing yeah, him up? first like, thought oh, is, it's a, fuck you, I'll fight you. Um, 
I love this person. It is very helpful. Somebody else wrote on my Twitter like that. They're like, you're going to get the, the you sounded awful talking about the trans. It's like you and I were both, I think, pretty open about not knowing. Oh, yeah. We even said it could a listener. Somebody, like I wish they're help. like this is very fucking helpful. It's helpful. And it's nice to be able to just get a glimpse. And it's not like I need to walk in your shoes, but it's nice that they allowed us to come in to what it is like there, like the bathroom thing, thinking about that. Oh, thinking about well, that's where I get like. That's. Makes me want to cry three percent. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, this is Rude. this is the wristband talking, but uh, but it's like, oh fuck, there must be, and you're diuretic, and you, uh, and the thing, and a chain reaction, and just things you didn't think about. Like, do I even want to pass a cyst? That's really interesting. Yeah. You know, I think like I don't know. A long time ago on the podcast, I clumsily stumbled through something I was trying to say, and I couldn't figure out the right way to say it. But I was saying something like. My point was, and it wasn't well put, but it was that why do, sometimes it seems like transgender women want that, kind of what she tapped on, like practicing an outdated ultra feminism sort of thing. Like, I do wonder why, like, what type of, like, how do you go about saying, oh, I want to be this kind of woman? Because there's so many different types of women, you know, we're not like monolithic. So I was kind of wondering about that when, she says, you know, do I even want to pass a cyst? Like, I, that's really interesting. It's interesting that these different things that you, I think you just naively assume, yeah, they want to be exactly like me as a woman. Someone that's well, transitioning Mulaney to a woman. Well, used to do the joke about that where he said uh, the most transgender people only, this is, it's a 10-year-old joke, but he, they only want to uh, dress like a woman from the Far Side cartoon, <laughs> <laughs> like just this wow, like such crazy, a specific. <laughs> like crazy good specific uh, angle where you don't. Yeah, it's like why are you all drawn to that thing? Mm. But uh, then I start realizing, but, but they're not all drawn. They're to not, that thing. Yeah. and you start realizing you've put in. You filled in a lot of the blanks for trans yeah. people, your yeah. own blanks, where, I don't know. I'm just happy someone wrote in. Yeah, to somebody that was uh, measured about it and gave us the benefit of the doubt that we're not, we don't want to do them harm. Right. And at least I don't. I can't speak for you. Excuse <laughs> you. Uh, and this is, it reminds me of, she brought Dave up, the the segment that we used to do again coming full circle with Mooney on the show ask a black dude was based on Dave had done it at a stand up show where he was like it was all white people was like you guys have any questions <laughs> about blackness do you want me to answer i'll just and one of the this is a fucking hilarious question that somebody asked this is in new york in the 90s uh or 2000s they go hey why do black guys wear one of their pant legs up uh, when they ride bikes, which what and it it's because they didn't want to get yeah oil on their on their temps. I'm kidding. They don't want to get oil on their uh, jeans, or whatever. But uh, there was a but it was just thing that what there are a million questions about transgender people that uh, are not coming from a bad place. 
that I I wish that there were more uh, there was more of a community. I think she said uh, he she said subreddit. I don't think I'm going to go there. There guy. there is a community. We just aren't more of a more of a. I'm sorry. I don't mean like there's not a community. I mean a dialogue. I wish there was too. I mean that's the reason like why we talk. I mean what do we say a race and dating advice podcast? Yeah. And that's the and the aggravating thing is, um, that if you don't know, it's automatically uh, hostile. You don't know because you don't know. I don't fucking know. It's like the thing I said where, where I was like, I, what? Did, somebody said, what's their uh, anatomy like? And I was like, I don't know. And we're liberals, right? So imagine what my mom thinks. Terrified. Right. Not with the ayahuasca stuff, but now that no or whatever, an older person thing. But that's everybody. I mean, I, I I told you the story about I my friend let off balloons for her birthday, and these people tried these environmentalists tried to fight us, and I was gonna was gonna I was gonna yeah, but uh, yeah, it's with the an environmentalist. Of bad and the thing of like they it's not my job to us. teach you. Yeah, it is because I don't. You're in. It's it's what we're talking about with like civil rights. Shouldn't have to. Yeah, you shouldn't have to. But unfortunately, you're dealing with human beings. And there's a, a lot of it's remedial. Our understanding of shit is remedial. I, I, I think there's a limit for what someone... Because I remember I was watching something and they were talking about... It was a trans woman talking about the surgery she had to have a, like for her genitalia. And I just Googled it and it was all there, you know? Yeah. So is it a trans woman's job to educate me? I can also just go get the education. Yeah, but you're like, going to get a, to your point last week, you're going to get a better education from her. I am, but there also is the point of invasiveness, especially when it comes to trans topics. Like, what's it like down there? You right, know, I don't I know. Don't, you know, obviously, we're not going to be that crass, but yeah, there is, yes. but we all are, at some point, someone wants to ask them something. I mean, I can just, you can get the information. Do you need yeah. it always from the horse's mouth? Do you need a black person to tell you, like, that's racist? Or No, but there a- are... <laughs> there well, are... I remember we were doing a sketch. We did a sketch that didn't work. And it was uh, where me and Dave both... It was about how faulty the uh, descri- police description, like artist rendering system was. <laughs> Where we both described, we both picked a celebrity and right. then had them and tried to describe them really? to an artist, to a sketch Like you artist. actually did to a real one? Yeah, we got, we hired a sketch artist That's... and like tried to. Why didn't the sketch work? Because it, it was, uh, it was, it wasn't that, it, there, it wasn't a sketch. It was literally, it was just interesting, Dave like... described Martin Luther King and I described Gary Coleman. And did they look like it? No. I, do you have the photos? No, I have no idea. No. But in the, I don't know why I'm saying, I just remembered in the sketch, Dave said something, I mean, it was a, he's like, he was talking about black skin, black men's penises are darker than the rest of their body. I had no idea about that. I had, when I tell you none, none. It wasn't, I didn't ask, I, um, I'm happy to know it. Like, oh, I'm like, that's interesting. But I wasn't like, it's exotic. And it, it, I didn't immediately go to like a bad faith thing. Okay. And so I feel like if there's more 
Good faith. <laughs> oh, I see good, where we're good coming faith, full circle. Good faith uh, explanations of things that are like, oh, that's interesting. I don't know that. It's better for society. Yeah. And there are a lot of uh, white and, bl- and, and non-black people right now going like, I didn't know that. Goodbye. We're, help- we're helping. We're helping everyone. Um, do you have, can we just do the last one? Yeah, we're just going to do the last so one. so funny. Um, You've got mail. Oh, this is very funny. Uh, hey, what's up, Neil and Bianca? This is Slim. Uh, love the show and the, I don't know if that's an Eminem joke. Um, it, or the know comedian, you know Slim? No. Black Jesus? Is his name Slim? No, he don't like me. Oh, really? No. What'd you do? Nothing. It's uh, his name's not Slim. I mean, are you? T- is that his real name? Google Black Jesus. Um, I'm pretty sure his name's Slim. Uh, yeah. Gerald Johnson. Well, Slim. Oh, Slink. Slink. Okay, yeah. my bad. Still don't like me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he just. I just. There's a. There's a seek. There's a. There's a there's a quadrant of black people that think I'm a bitch, and I have to live with that. Okay. Because they just because of press. When Dave said that something racist happened, people think I'm the white guy who laughed at him, which is why I said at the Mark Twain thing, people were like, "Oh," because they realized that it wasn't me. Right. But, but why change? Why update your files? You're the you're the queen. Yeah. Just she, keep... she she was he wasn't the racist one. Yeah. Okay. Um. I just ran the organization. <laughs> I, or whatever that is uh what's up neil and bianca this is slim love the show and the old podcast and i got a question for both of y'all neil has anybody told you you remind them of bobby that plays the cia agent on snowfall and would you jump into a serious role but with comedic element in that realm like rock on fargo uh that's the first question um i'll explain what's racist about that Bianca, all right, don't get mad, but do you have allergies? <laughs> I be hearing you sniffle on the audio, and I ain't want to assume the worst. Wow, Neil. Or that you be in that joint party in which, shit, live your life if you are. And can you sing? <laughs> you seem like you'd have a great singing voice. Keep that shit player like y'all do. Slim. Um, slim. You answer yours first. Um, what happens with... Um, when you're affiliated with black people mm-hmm. the way I have been. Okay. People only, asso- people think I look like Eminem. I don't really look like Eminem. People think I look like, uh, uh, there's just, they, once they associate you with that thing in your, in their mind, that's who you are. I can't really explain it. Um, I don't okay. not look like that guy. That I look like that guy. That one I look like him. Uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I I'll give him that. But it's always like a black show. Mm. Um, I can't think of any examples, but that it's a common thing where they're like, "You look like," and I'm like, "No," but you know, cool. Uh, and then of course, what I do drama. You must not have seen the Tom Hardy hit Capone. Last year, where I played his lawyer, and I had thirteen lines, and it was not bad. You're good. Thank you. Um, so I we've determined long ago that I'm slightly allergic to Keith, so I get sniffles when I'm in deals up. But I'm trying. But she parties. 
I I feel bad. I'm sorry, you guys. This is annoying. I don't notice I do it. Do you notice I sniffle? I don't. Do you, Will? Oh, ew. Will just shook his head yes. So, well, he has to edit it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why. Well, I will. Um, I think I'm, it's wrong that he puts reverb on all of them. <laughs> but that's his choice. Um, I will uh, be, I will monitor my sniffles. I'm sorry. I feel bad Can you that. sing? Here's the funny part about that. I, have, I don't think you can. Okay, relax. Um, <laughs> I feel like I've maybe heard you sing and it wasn't as pretty as I thought it would be. No, no, no. That, that, that definitely you made that up because okay. I definitely can't sing and it's, it would never have given you hope. It's never like, it was not. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't like you went for it. Anyone that can it's sing not at a certain point, they're going to break it out pretty quick. Well, also, whatever I've sung, I sing bad, like, even worse than I can. Yeah. So it's like yeah, bad, or just a dog, just a wolf. Um, but this is the weird thing. All my life, I have been asked if I can sing, specifically. All the time. You have a voice... Like a singer, do you sing? Oh, that's you sound, true. Well, you do have a deep voice. I have a deep you have voice. A rich and, voice. And if you think about it, like Whitney, Mariah, all of them have low. Does Whitney have a low voice? Yeah. Um, they all have very. Yes, I like obsessed with Whitney. They all have very low, kind of gravelly voices. So on Bobby and Christina, she um Bob Bobby and Whitney, she had a low voice, like huh? just walking around. Bobby and Whitney, what do you have? Oh, the, the reality show? show. Uh, yeah, she just has a low voice. Okay. Never heard her speak? No, I did. I just thought, I always, when I think of crack as whack, I just think like, I don't hear it deep. Um. Yeah, I'm sure she has moments of not being. That's her hook. Just like me. I, I talk like, yeah. uh, but no, her, she has a, no, Neil, I mean, Will. Go to the vault, Will. Go to the ET vault. Go to her. Actually, no, go to <laughs> Wendy Williams. Or not Wendy, her and Diane Sawyer. Whitney and Diane Sawyer. That wanted to be there to make sure, you know, everything was cool and that, you know, no other women were around. This is my first. I, I don't I think consider that deep. Oh, I do. It's okay. like gravelly. It's more like. What are you talking about? Play that again. Love. Remember, I had never really ever been in love with anybody like I was women. with Bobby. So. It's a little something. It's like a little. That's what I mean. It's just everybody. It's like a gravelly kind. Quick of. impression. Hit me. So yeah, it's weird. I kill it at karaoke, and I don't know why. Interesting. I kill it. What's your song, please? Um, multiple. So. I love a good, um, what's her name? I love a good Paul Abdul. Um, uh, what's the last thing I think? Little River Band. Uh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel a lot of old music no one remembers. But um, I pick rap songs with the N word in it and say, <laughs> I only say the N words. <laughs> I kid, I kid. Have you done karaoke? No. Uh, Come on. Uh, maybe once. No, I don't even. But, I, it's just, the, my experience with karaoke is it's a joke that gets old quickly, and you've got three minutes and fifteen seconds left after the joke is already uh, done. The worst is when you pick the. It sounds like a great song in your head, 
Yeah. AKA like, Love what? Shack. Don't yeah. think the amount of and what? Oh, yeah, love, yeah. I was like fucking going down in flames. Love Shack. Uh, there's an Atlantic Harper's Weekly, Harper's Monthly Magazine had a story 20, man, 15 years ago. Uh, you know who loved, ironically enough, Whitney Houston and the song Love Shack? Who? Osama Bin Laden. No! Specifically, was going to kill Bobby Brown because he loved Whitney Houston that much. Very racist, had to accept her. Osama Bin Binky? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Osama just, Binky Laden? I just mean like, I like Love Shack and Whitney. Yeah. Oh, Osama Bin Binky. <laughs> Uh, Binky Bin Laden. Um, uh, that didn't he have a whole thing of uh, what's her face? Porn. Black woman that could speak Russian. Oh, that I don't Condi. know. Condi. Condi. Condi right. He liked her. Yeah. Didn't he have like photos of her? Osama wanted to marry Whitney Houston. That is so funny. Uh, from 2012, uh, planned to kidnap Whitney Houston, and was gonna had to wanted to kill Bobby Brown. <laughs> Um, That's fucking weird. I said I want to fuck her. <laughs> that is a direct quote from Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Guys, you got a lot of look. If you come, guys, a lot of content. For if you like comedy information, clips, insider <laughs> knowledge, racial uh, insights, transgender insights. Now, uh, Keenan. Potato inside. Keen, two different Keenans. Two different Keenans. Multiple Moonies. What a show. So many, many Moonies. Now, moons. unfortunately for you, we don't have to take this shit. We really don't. <laughs> you know what? We really don't. <laughs> <laughs>